we're back. Welcome, folks. Welcome back to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. You know what those shotguns should, should be? They should be beer cans opening, you know? Yeah, we could definitely work with that. All right. We'll, 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 that'll be for next episode. Uh, welcome back, folks. Um, uh, today, uh, our special guest here is uh, one of our favorite guests, one of our returning guests. He's, you've, you've heard him before on the podcast, Mr. Daryl Brandon Medell. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Good to be back. You have a boo button on there? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Welcome back, man. You're the first guest from the from the um, controversial slash epic uh, 100th episode we had going on. <laughs> controversial? <laughs> yeah, I had a couple people hitting me up. Well, uh, a, a few people were hitting me up. were like, oh, my God, I'm an hour into it. I can't stop laughing. Like, oh, shit, I appreciate it. And I was thinking, like, no one's hitting me up. Like, I'm on the last hour and I can't stop laughing because I think it definitely <laughs> went downhill. After, we peaked at a two-hour mark. Okay. And then we got as I was editing it, like we, I kind of heard, um, oh, okay, the slurriness is kicking in. <laughs> oh, is it? But the way I edit it, I don't know if you noticed if you heard here. But have you heard the hundredth episode yet? No, not yet. I haven't had a chance yet. Um, we said goodbye. Well, the, the, here was <laughs> here's like a, an explanation for anyone uh, listening to the third episode. We said goodbye, and then we kept recording an hour because we just were kicking and we were having a good time. Right. right. Well, I put that hour. That's why it's three and a half hours long. God it's damn. it's actually supposed to be like four and a half hours, but I edited like an hour of just like if you thought if you heard it and you were annoyed with the side conversations, it was a lot more. <laughs> so I was cutting out chunks to make it at least more presentable. Just cut out the breathing. No, that, that's getting picked up no matter what. But uh, but I edited the last. Uh, so we did actually did ha- technically had like a four and a half hour show. But we said goodbye after the third hour, and then we just kept going because we were kicking it, drinking it, and chilling, having right. a good time. Well, I put that into the show, and then I edited back the when we said goodbye into it. So you'll actually like if you wondered why Quadra says goodbye in the middle of the fourth hour. Well, I mean technically you you won't pay, you won't hear it, but it's the, technically the fourth hour he says goodbye and he leaves, and then we and then we and we and then when we say goodbye again, when we say goodbye officially, it's everybody say goodbye. It's Quadra and his girl. Again. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so that's the that's where that loop was. If everyone's wondering what was happening, they didn't come back. No, no, no. Gotcha. I just put it in there where we did the official goodbye, and then I threw in the extra hour we did because it was pretty funny too. But it was definitely slurry. <laughs> Everyone's heard that. Sounds like a good time. I mean, we we so stopped nice. recording uh, three parters for a reason, and it was because we would just get too uh, fucked up and incoherent and just god awful to listen to. You ever you you ever been sober at a bar where you're not that drunk yet, uh, and then the drunk oh, guy yeah. the drunk guy is in your ear telling you all this shit, and you oh, just yeah, have that. That's kind of what the last half hour of the episode sounded like. <laughs> have you guys ever thought about like because you guys always end up like at uh, where the bottoms up every time you guys do a podcast? Well, yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. You ever thought about like, having some deleted scenes added in there? Be like, all right, this is after hours. You know, because you still have funny ass conversations when we go over there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know, man. I I always do want to record, but it's too much of a setup. Like we've talked about recording at a bar, and because uh, even some of the bartenders, I know we have a podcast, and they you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, familiar yeah. and they're they're cool with it. It, it, I think the setup, especially on a Friday, or maybe if we did that, it'd have to be like on a Monday or Tuesday where it's not too packed. Yeah. Because trying to get set up over there, we'd for us to have a conversation in the bar, we'd have to have the good setup so nothing in the background right, gets right. picked up. We can't go with the error mic, no way, or else it wouldn't even yeah, make uh, sense. Maybe so, the tiki room. Yeah, maybe even then, so, chill. Yeah, yeah, even then, so, but even then, like, what's the point? We're just literally in a room. You know, it's not like we're people watching. Right. You know, you guys can't see it, but we're in a bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe it was a live podcast. If we ever oh. go live, yeah, like Facebook Live that we did last time. It was the last time of those time before. Uh, ninety nine episode ninety nine. Oh, okay, we did yeah, yeah, yeah. We went live on Facebook and I think Instagram too for a bit. I got a lot of good responses for episode ninety nine uh, from our um, people. Really liked Raymond, so we're gonna yeah, have yeah, him yeah. back. Raymond Ray Larkin, who uh, 
a friend of mine, a comedian, and he was really funny on the podcast. Actually, we got it, man. Uh, I was telling you, we got a, sh- a good, cool shout out from uh, the Epic Comic Cast. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I guess they were listening to that episode. I mean, it was just cool because uh, they're a really big podcast and they gave us a shout out. And we, uh, I looked on the downloads, and then 99 was. Well, 100 actually was our most popular episode. Right. And I'm assuming it's because we got that push from Epic Comic Cast. Gotcha. And uh, it, it was 100, 99, and then like 43, you know, and then it jumped around for most popular. But so far, that means we're improving. So more people yeah, are listening. Definitely. So that's cool, man. That's cool. Brandon, man, tell us about your day today. How how you been? You, since the last time you were on the show, which is what, about maybe 10, 20 episodes ago, give or take? Yeah, pretty, uh, it's been a while. So um, What's new in your life, man? Actually, still speaking uh, Chinese? Nah, nah. I actually just started a new job yesterday. Oh, oh shit. Nice. Congrats, yeah, man. I, I actually I appreciate it. There you go. I, I, got, like, I was actually going through a job, and I got laid off, and it was like unforeseen. I was like, damn, dude, I felt bummed out, you know? And then, you know, God works in mysterious ways. I had two job offers. Do you believe in God? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not going there right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it went to shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Why does God work in mysterious ways and not the devil? You know, because he, he provides the miracles, I guess. Yeah, but do you think it was the devil's fault that you got canned, and God's fault that you got come back? He believes in you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, the devil. The devil. Believes in, yeah. Believes in you. Hey, whoever, whoever's gonna help me out, that's fine. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man, I was going through a rough. Uh, rough I was. Pack. I would say it was going rough. You know, I started money saved up, but you know, it just sucks getting laid off, and then. But it happened, uh, you know. It turned out to be a better reason for my, for me because I ended up getting another job that paid oh, a lot sure. more. What's your new or what's your new job, man? Uh, my operations coordinator. What that means? Uh, basic. It's kind of like it's basically logistics. You know, I route drivers and. Is it similar to your old job? So you have experience. Yeah. And where uh, it's, a, it's better paying though. It's a new spot. Yeah, better pay. Uh, I like the location. It's nice. Where is it at? On Ocean. Oh, in Long Beach, brother. Yeah. Like oh, nice. Downtown. Yeah. yeah. That's it's cool. A nice building called Designer. What part Building. of the, what part of the ocean? By the beach. Right near the beach. <laughs> beach. Yeah. What part of Jamaica? <laughs> it's a pretty uh, fancy place. That sounds pretty tight, man. Yeah, I like it. Some females in there too. Oh yeah, oh, tell man. me about that. Oh man, I don't know where to begin. I'm like, damn. Start at the beginning. I, I, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, damn. You know, there's a lot of bars down here. You know, everybody goes to drink after hours after work. Like, who am I gonna hit on? <laughs> I'm, I'm already strategizing right now. I'm like, I'm like, who am I getting a good feel on? What are, you, what are your uh, uh, hours? Oh, uh, right now, 9:30 to six. But the, the reason why they brought me in and gave me like the salary I want, I, I, I got is because they want to build a team around me. Oh, so nice. I'm gonna be running like I'll be there between one and nine. Oh, okay. You know, so they want me to, you know, they have a first, like a, a morning shift and all stuff like that. But they want to build a team. Later on for recoveries and all that, for, uh, and I'm, they want me to be the guy. So, the head honcho, pretty much. <laughs> cool man, congrats, dude. Thank that's, you. That's tight for you. Uh, which one called? Do you think that uh, is this something like where you find stability in your new job, like where you can send, you see yourself making a career out of this, not just a job but a career type of thing? Well, this field of logistics, like I was a logistics coordinator before, and um, I actually like it a lot, dude. It was, it's kind of an accident that I got into it, but you know, I really do enjoy this uh, industry. Some of the best things happen by accident, like my kids. Mm. There you go, you know. My marriage. No yeah. pull-out game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I can see myself here. Uh, what, uh, like how old are you now? Like 26, 25? I'll be 26 in a week or two. Yeah. Like a week, yeah. Oh, all right. What's the plan? 
My mom wants to go to uh, telling all the family, everybody, because we went to the Dodger game. Oh. She said, let's go to um, San Diego for my birthday to watch the Padres and the Dodgers play. Let's do it. What, uh, that's on uh, next Saturday? On the 5th, I think. Is it next Saturday? Oh, Cinco de Mayo? 5th or 6th, somewhere around oh. there. You don't know yeah, when your birthday is? The 3rd, but it's not, we're not going to go on. My oh. birthday's on Wednesday. No, well, what are you going to do for your birthday? Uh, Shit. I don't know. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. <laughs> I'm a single guy. I got to do what I got to do. I, you're, how come you're single? I thought you were with your chick for a long time. Yeah, man, but that went south. Uh, we've been broken up for like a little over six months. Yeah, but what 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 happened there? Not to get, or should I wait till you have a few more beers before you want to talk about that? Nah, I, mean, I can talk about it now. You know, I, I got tired of the craziness. She was pretty crazy, huh? I mean, any girl can be crazy, but that means they're really good in bed. Uh, 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 That's the expression. <laughs> Is that true or not true? Ah, uh, damn. I've been with uh, several women, so. I, I, so which ones are the best ones in bed? Crazy ones, quiet ones, the spontaneous ones. That's what it is. Those what do you ones. equate spontaneity with? Uh, craziness or not really? Not really, no. So spontaneous. What would? What? What? What else other than being a spontaneous is that kind of girl? Who? Any Eggs? girl. You said oh. the spontaneous ones are the best in bed, but what does equate? Like, obviously, you're not identifying a girl as. Oh, she's a spontaneous one. What would you identify her? Well, I mean by spontaneous that you didn't expect it to happen. You know, it just. No, no, I know what you mean by spontaneous, but I'm saying what kind of girl is that? Oh, you know, I don't know. It could be a one-night stand girl. It could be like a girl. Oh, have you? Talking. Okay. Have I had? Yes. yes. I had several. But. Okay. So which <laughs> one, what do you equate them that they have a quality in common? I don't it's know, obviously they, not they, craziness, they, right? They let loose. They Is it sluttiness? Like, probably. Okay. So okay. So the slutty ones are the best ones in bed. I would only hmm. say that because they can, they don't feel like they're going to be judged at the end of the day because, you know. Like you're on the same boat for well, that moment. Well, I want to be clear. I'm not, I'm not against, I'm not slushing here because I'm, I'm all for promiscuality for men and women. Yeah. I'm all for it. You know, I'm not against it. But so I don't, so when I say slutty, I'm just uh, putting them to their character, not in, not as a bad thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So do you think those are the, uh, out of all the women you've bedded, uh, the slutty ones are the ones that are best in bed? Because ha- to me, that's not, hasn't been the case. I mean, the easy ones not necessarily equate them as the good it, and bad. Honestly, I mean, I can't really say because you know, it's probably just the mindset at the time, or maybe the drinks. You never know. Yeah. Because uh, usually, when shit like that happens, is because you're pretty intoxicated, or uh, yeah, that's true too. So there's influence. different variables in this, right? Yeah. There's some influence. Yeah. But um, definitely the best sex I've ever had is definitely when I've been on some kind of instant, not not including alcohol. But some kind of uh, hallucinogen or or even, even marijuana makes sex better, you know, something as as little as that. Yeah, but I think PCP was the I had the best sex on PCP for sure. Oh, def- oh man, yeah. sounds hardcore. <laughs> Hell's bells, man. <laughs> oh, uh, for me, like honestly, like when it comes to drinking and sex, like hands down, I think I I would I would say I would, it would take forever when it, when you're drunk. Yeah, it definitely takes longer. Yeah, because even jacking off, uh, which is the quickest for me, I can bust like in five to ten minutes. Uh, if I'm in an alcohol, it'll take me about 15 to 20 for uh, for jacking off, which I know myself very well. <laughs> so it's definitely a little longer. Actually, I, I think I, I legitimately have a, a problem jacking off. Uh, oh, nice. The waitress? Oh, nice. Uh, the Susan Booth podcast? Yeah. Oh, shit. On, tight. The, on the Instagram. Oh, like tight. Uh, like, I, I think I definitely have a problem. And... Like I, 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 you know, I like uh, I remember I, the other day I was jacking off at work and I was like, oh shit, man, I think, <laughs> I think I have an issue. <laughs> you know, like uh, you know, you find a porta potty and handle your business, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, I'm in the field, like, man, what am I doing with my life? And then like I was thinking, I don't even, I wasn't even really horny. I was just literally taking a shit, watching videos, and before I know it, I was 
uh, you know, I'm on fucking X videos or Pornhub and eating the meat, huh? Yeah, like, uh, I, how did this happen? I didn't, I didn't come here with the intention to do it, you know. And <laughs> I don't know. I think that I think I don't know about sex addiction is an issue because it's not like I can't control myself, but there's a spontane- <laughs> spontaneousness to it or spontaneity to it. Like, would you think it's a thrill? I don't know. It's, no, not real. It's not like I'm a fairy. Like, is it in public? Like, like, damn, there's a guy like, taking a shit next to me and I'm jacking off over Well, it, 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 you got to keep on. Like when I say I work, it's not like I'm in the stalls and there's a, you know, the you can see the feet and all that. Not necessarily that. I'm in the middle of a unit in the field right, in a porta potty. Okay, okay. So it's a little different. Does it, does it throw you off that, you know, you're taking a shit on top of other people's shit and jacking off? Yeah, maybe. Time? Something about the smell. Huh. Because I did used to jack off in porta potties back in Iraq. You know, nice. that's where we that's where everybody did actually. That's where we had to go because you don't really have any privacy over there. So uh, maybe there's something to that. But uh and maybe yeah, maybe for me it's my <laughs> erotic PTSD. <laughs> you know, it's a throwback for me or something. Like, the themes bring back memories. But even like okay, so today uh Becky sends me a tweet. <laughs> Becky sends me a tweet about the new Wheeler Walker Jr. being available on Pornhub. So I go to Pornhub and watch it. I sent you the link. You yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So I go to I, I go to Pornhub and I watch it. You didn't see it. You didn't watch it. Yet? No, no, yeah. And I watched the Wheeler Walker Jr. video and um, I'm busting up. But now they're like, oh, I'm on Pornhub. So I start looking through other videos. I end up just jacking off right in the moment. Like fuck, man, Becky. I know you listen to. Well, <laughs> that's your fault. You know, like, <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, changing subjects, our uh, awkwardly changing subjects. Like I found that with each of my sisters, there's only really three social medias that I do, and that's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And with each, uh, I don't really do Tumblr that much no more. But each one of them, I find that yes. I have a relationship with my sisters on them. So, because Patty, me and, on Facebook, that's really where I only really communicate with her on Facebook. Always tagging each other and shit, or, or or whatever the fuck, or commenting on each other's stuff on on Facebook. No, we're not we're not really anywhere else. And with Samantha, we're always DMing each other, or IMing each other on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Becky, it's Twitter. <laughs> so each one of oh, them, okay, has, gotcha. me and Becky have a relationship on Twitter. We we uh, she's really one of the only ones that really reads my tweets and, and replies, and vice versa. Me and me with her, and we always respond to each other on there. And that's like, oh, I thought that was interesting. Like three of my sisters, three of my social medias, and we each they each have their own that I can. Yeah, you know, right, right. Uh huh. Social. That's tight. Yeah. How about you? You got a little sister on social media. How old is uh, Vicky now? Victoria. I mean, obviously you have a little sister, but Victoria is the closest one to. She seventeen. She's gonna be eighteen in September. Okay, so she's graduate a, high school. So, so she's the one where closest to where you can party with, right? You, I try to, man, but she's she's a fruit, man. She stays in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's kids. That's man. The laziness on this generation is. Uh, like Gwen's I, real similar. I mean, Gwen's very a cat-like life, you know. I tell her like, you know, hey, I'll, I'll buy you alcohol, man. Just go have a life. Go do something. Go to a party. Yeah. She just stays home and just sleeps and shit. And I get to my nerves. Ups and downs, right? Tr- pluses and minuses to that. Obviously, it's good that she's not going crazy in the party life scene. But it's also bad that she's not being so sociable. You know, do what you that, live it. a little, live a little. You know, exactly, man. That's the thing, and I don't want it to come out like that. That because you know everybody has that 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 phase where you party hard. Yeah, and I don't want her to absolutely. have that too late, where it's like at the wrong time. Yep, I know exactly. Like if what you she's mean. gonna get shit faced like bad. Like I want, I rather <laughs> her do it now before she's driving, and then she's gonna be fucking shit faced and driving, and I don't want that. You know. No, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. That's a great point, man. You should talk to her about that. Tell her that. <laughs> shit, the first time I got shit faced was I was sixteen. I think I was twelve. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was sixteen. Um, Mona recorded it. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. I got. I, I didn't realize until like years later that it was actually uh, alcohol poisoning because I, I couldn't eat and. Like, yeah, that, that most blackout sessions are alcohol poisoning. Yeah. yeah, I've been there. Your shit's all black. You're you're just you're just you. It's like you have the flu, but you're not really. But it's just a yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I think I developed Jared that day, dude. Because been there many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've been drinking ever since. You know, party, party it up, go to those little Compton parties, and I was like sixteen, seventeen. Get home at two in the morning. 
Yeah, shit. I remember I wouldn't come. I remember one time, I think I was like 14, 14. Couldn't have been more than 14, 15. I think 14. Because I came home at 6 in the morning. And it was right as my mom, my dad already left for work. And my dad, my mom was leaving to work. It was like on a Saturday, right? Because I hang out on a Friday. And I opened the door and, she, and she's like, are you just, are you just, what? Are you just coming in? I was like, no, mom went running. <laughs> was running? Like, yeah, because I did used to go running in the mornings even back then. But like, no, but she, I don't know if she just didn't catch it or she just not giving me, didn't really care or was late for work or what. But I'm in my regular clothes. Like, oh, shit. But I know I was working out. I was really good. It's like, what? are you just coming home? Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, you, you should, to me, I feel like you should be having that time early, early in your, it's good to get out the way early enough. Yeah. Where it's not a big deal anymore. Same thing with sex, too, by the way. Be promiscuous early enough where it's not really effective to you later on. Like, where you don't feel like you missed out. Like, oh, man. Mm. I really... Like, if you're in a, a committed relationship later on in your years and you're going to feel like, man, I really I really missed out. And you're going to have kind of regrets and it's not healthy for the relationship, really. Yeah. You definitely. know? Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Regrets. <laughs> yeah, another thing, you know, there's not, ma- not much... Uh Diseases flowing around when you're younger. It's when you get older. It's when everybody's been with everybody. That's true. You know, like even to this day, not to get mm. too personal, but I've never been with a virgin now, and I don't think I'm ever going to have the opportunity. Even if something happens where me and Jackie, for some odd reason, never stay together, I doubt that ever happen. But like, I don't think I'm ever going to have a virgin. You know, I, like I, I miss my window. <laughs> the time to do it was when I was in high school. You know, or to find someone. But I never have. Yeah, yeah. every girl I've ever been with has already done her deed. You know. Yeah. Mm. And is it a big? My buddy tells me it's not that big a deal. It's not like it doesn't feel any it, it, different. It's just the, the the thought of it, the principle of it. Yeah, it's maybe that's that it was like the deflowering. He's collecting V cards. He's like, yeah, <laughs> V cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he check out my dick. Uh, my buddy Flores was like that. Um, uh, one of my marine buddies. He's been on the podcast before, but because um, I was asking him, like, he's telling me, like, dude, I fucking, I've de-virginized, like, six, seven bitches. And I'm like, oh, shit, man, that's a lot. And he's like, yeah, it sucks every time. It's not good. It's not good sex, but fuck it, man. I, I got, I got, I'm there first, and I, and I, and that's me. I own that. And I was like, okay, for you, it is that mental thing, you know? It's, it's ego. Uh-huh. I, I don't really have that. I really don't care, like you know? Some Yu-Gi-Oh shit. Like, yeah, I'm probably Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> like them all, Pokemon? Collect them all. Collect them all. <laughs> oh, I'll trade you this African girl for this Asian girl. <laughs> oh, oh hell yeah. You fuck up. Oh, you know that kind of shit. I don't know. <laughs> Limited edition. Uh, that's too much. Um, okay, so news, alert, uh, current event stuff. I don't want to get into. We're gonna go into the Aaron Hernandez thing. Mm. We're gonna go through the Steve Stevens thing. Steven Stevens. Uh, Shia what happened with him? No, even Stevens. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's crazy. I don't know which one do you want to go through first. Actually, I'm pretty curious about the Aaron Hernandez, man. I heard, I just, I don't know if it was true or not, but I read like, like a, I just scrolled because I was, I wasn't, I was busy. Clickbait. Dropping a deuce. I had to check my clash. But, yeah. Uh, it said that he left notes. Is that true? Yeah. Three notes were found. Oh, really? Yeah. That for his suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Three of them were found. I'm not sure. I don't know if they're releasing yet, but I didn't see which ones were, uh, or what they said. I don't know. It's iffy. I'm iffy on that. I was having this, um, you know, conversation last night with Loaf and Jackie, or really with Jackie. Me and Jackie were arguing about it, but uh, I don't know if she, if she, or not she. I don't know if it's this kind of thing where I think he got who's whacked. the victims here. You I, know? I think he got whacked personally. You think what? I think he got whacked. Oh yeah, that's a that's kind of a conspiracy thing. I mean, but there's the whole like um, he did it for his daughter so she could get the money, or his family could get the money. And then if that's true, 
with the victim's family, uh, now it's harder for them to get money because they were suing the state of Aaron Hernandez for, you know, the vic, you know, the people he killed. I don't know. It's just it's just this whole well, big mess. And, and it's not that the necessarily the people he killed were like it was some gangster shit doing gangster shit, right? So actually, how the beef started was they spilled drinks on him at a club on accident, but it wasn't. So what happens when you spill a drink on someone? Oh, I apologize. And they're like, fucking watch yourself, right? Part of it because he has target back. Part of it because he's, you know, he has his hood mentality, and he, you know, so he took it as respect. And what happens? I mean, the same shit that could happen here in the hood happens all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, except that he happens to be a multi-millionaire NFL star, so uh, uh, beef escalates, right? And before you know it, you're taking a life. That's pretty much what happened with him. So he's guilty of it, double murder, and all that shit, right? He ends up appealing it and kills himself while he's appealing it in that state, uh, Massachusetts. It resolves to like it's as if he's innocent. So now the it nullifies N- like the, the yeah the conviction. So now the NFL has to honor because if he he was convicted, the NFL didn't have to honor his million dollar contract deal. Now they do because it was nullified in, during an appeal. So now the family of the victims were suing the uh, they intern as a state to get money because the fucking their sons are killed. You know. Hmm. But now, so it's weird because now they wouldn't have gotten the money if the NFL doesn't grant him the money. But now the NFL has to grant him the money, right. so they so they, the victim's family can get the money. But now, th- now that the there's technically not a conviction, it's harder for them to prove that he's guilty of it. Yeah. So now it's harder for them to get the money. So and and keep in mind he has a kid who was going to get that. That's who the the money. So I, it's really hard to look at. Th- I mean, look, we look at it as the outside. Let's say there were no laws and it was up to us. Okay, 50% for his daughter, 50% for the, the victim's family, and we're right. done. You know, the NFL can pay them out and everybody's semi-satisfied. Everybody's happy? Yeah, so, um, financially at least. But, like, in reality, it doesn't work that way. And especially with dealing with money and lawyers, you know how they are. They're going to want to, you know, rape everyone for whatever yeah, the fuck. they want to get their piece, their cut. they get that slice. So it just becomes real complicated, you know. I don't know kind of sucks I, to me honestly i don't i didn't even see with the just because he happens to be a multi-millionaire nfl star we're looking at some different but this shit happens all the time right we're just not millions of dollars aren't in the process of being uh, so it happens all the time at a bar at a club someone gets disrespected with some a gangster or a hood mentality gets disrespected they end up beefing they, they usually end up fighting a lot of times guns will get pulled out knives will get pulled out and before you know it you accident not accident but you kill someone during a bar fire or a, beer, uh, or a brawl you go to jail for however long that happens all the time the only reason that's a big deal with him is because dude you literally pissed your life away you were in a you're you played NFL for millions of dollars and you got into and you you had the Dumb shit, dumb mentality to have. I get the guy who's a drug dealer who doesn't have shit to lose, and he has this beef, and he, he's gonna handle his shit. That's the way he handles shit. But yeah. you, who are literally a millionaire, you're literally letting this shit get to you. Like you're letting this uh, this hood mentality get to you, dude. You gotta grow the fuck up, you know. Yeah, I don't know. That's what are you guys' thoughts? Like you always gotta prove something, but in the end, you kind of like end up losing. Like, well, well he had something to lose. I get it well, when you don't have anything to lose. Right. He literally. And he had a family Like dude You're, you know, Let this but, shit I mean, go just Generally speaking You know like So mm-hmm. somebody just rubs you The wrong way It's like Like every little thing's just gonna be like a Like a 
like I guess you gotta know like I guess like pick your battles even though like okay yeah, yeah that's a good way to put si- it pick your battles yeah yeah you're in that situation just walk away like what's it worth to you I mean I guess this is this particular situation isn't like that for him he had to he didn't right. weigh the outcomes the consequences and if anybody should have he should have when there's millions of dollars on the line but at the same time yeah. you know you never know he's probably like drunk and shit when it happens that's a shoot too like how many good wise decisions you, have you ever made at a club or at a bar you know. Oh, the best, the best. I've done some uh, stupid shit on a long drunk. Yeah, I've done some tight shit too, but I've done some gangster <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's 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 something like that. Like when you're a millionaire, dog, you get someone to do your dirty work for you. Don't have to do it yourself, you know. Hey, isn't he like? Wasn't he locked up? Like literally, like where he could see the football field, or supposedly? Oh, I don't know about that. Really? That's <laughs> what I, 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 I read. Like he could literally see the, you know, the stadium, and it's like, damn, dude, that's fucked up. You got rubbing his nose, <laughs> like a dog. Yeah. Bad Cody. Bad Cody. <laughs> what about this uh, Steven Stevens guy? Steve Stevens guy. Well, what's that one about? The Ohio dude that killed a guy on Facebook Live and then he shot himself. Oh, oh yeah, I heard yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard he, like... I saw that video. This guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, that I mean... Was crazy. Was it, I heard he did it because he was upset with his ex his girlfriend. The girl dumped though. him. His mom, like, was beefing with him. He was just had a shitty life, right? So then, like, I don't know what it is to convince a guy to kill an innocent, man, because he killed this... 75 year old man and for no reason like i think he was sitting at the bus stop literally and he said what's your name dude and then he points the gun at him and shoots him in the head while facebook live is going on and while he's recording it and then he claimed to have killed like 10 people other than that but that could have been an exaggeration because they haven't found any bodies or anyone yeah. uh and then a couple of days later he i buy a mcdonald's employee actually did you hear how he got caught no okay so he's he goes to a mcdonald's drive-thru orders a chicken nugget combo and the drive through operator recognizes him and then tells him like oh um calls the cops but tells him like oh we're waiting on fresh fries would you mind pulling around the park you know sometimes that happens that has yeah. very common right yeah, 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 yeah. so uh well i used to work at mcdonald's so this is a little win like ooh, that's right that's right so this uh so he does that and Ronald then calls the cops the cops come <laughs> he ends up waiting so long uh ends up driving off i guess but like he hears a siren drives off but they, it was enough time for the cops it was enough gap that they, that they filled so for him to get caught and they ah. caught him. And actually, that McDonald's employee is now eligible for that $50,000 reward that they had on him. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, hopefully he gets it, man. Like, that's pretty tight shit. Like, oh, shit, that's smart play. You Who would have thought minimum wage wouldn't pay out? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good tagline. Well, it's kind of ballsy because it's kind of ballsy because you think about this guy who's just killing people at random for no reason, literally no reason. If you didn't get your fries on time, uh, man, but imagine <laughs> busting out a gun and just <laughs> blasting away. Caps? Yeah, I think it was in Pennsylvania. So he was he was already interstate. You know, he was driving away and all that stuff. Did it happened in Pennsylvania. The, the, the killing? no, the killing happened in Ohio. Oh, okay. And then he was you know uh, driving you know wherever he was hiding out to. But he was in Pennsylvania when in that McDonald's, and that's where he shot himself oh, when shit. he he got cornered and didn't want to obviously didn't want to give up. So uh, he just committed suicide. Or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, good riddance, dude. Honestly, good riddance. I wonder yeah. how much time he would have gotten and he would have just killed. I mean, he would have gone went to jail for that uh, conviction. Oh, he gets life, yeah. Oh, shit. For killing an innocent, for first-degree murder, that's life, yeah. Damn. Yeah, And depending what state, that might be the death penalty, yeah. I'm what not sure. still has the death penalty? I mean, the only two that I know for sure is uh, Texas? Texas and California, yeah. I'm not sure of the other ones, yeah. I don't know, man. I, if I was put up to the decision and given, like, hey, would you want death or you want life in jail? And I'm in prison, you know, I'm like... Tough call. Well, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Solitary specifically is one of the most pun- the horrible punishments for uh, 
for an individual, um, complete were solitaire. Were you in a, a cell for 23 hours? No, when you're in a cell f- like uh, with no human contact. Der- deriving someone of human contact psychologically is um, the worst form of torture, allegedly. It's not, obviously it's not like getting like bamboo in your fingernails or getting crucified or anything, but it's, for whatever re- reason, psychologically, you have to have contact with right. other human. Actually, babies, babies that are not, uh, do, do not have any human contact, they'll die within two weeks with no human contact. Seriously? They need, yeah, they need uh, like to be felt with or cared for or have in contact with another per- human. That's it's a, it's a necessity a, a necessity for a child growing up. It's up there with uh, breast milk. Yeah, it's up there with breast milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, so they sit, you know complete solitaire is you know, where you don't see anybody. They just get the food slid under you, and no one talks to you. It's one of the worst ways uh, to be to deal with, you know. So I mean, so I don't know what's worse, honestly. Like, I, I mean, you know, obviously I'm a fucking marine, so I have this whole kill them all mentality. You know, I don't give a fuck, fuck them, kill them all. Like I really. If someone, you know, cuts me off in traffic, I want to murder his family. You know, I mean, that's just how I feel. I'll get over it eventually, but I really do feel that way. Throw a couple rocks, it'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, something or a couple bungees on the bungee bag. Or I, for sure, I at least want to, like, rip out one of his eyeballs so he doesn't disrespect me ever again. But, like, at the moment, I instantly want, I wish he, he could see, see me murder his children in front of him. And, uh, and you know, whatever. I mean, I'll get the, over it quickly, the, though. The furthest I, I would go is, like, you know, whenever people cut me off and, and uh, on the road and shit, like, I wouldn't necessarily get road rage. I'd be pissed. But in my mind, I think, like, damn, man, I wish I had a milkshake to throw out this fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get out. Someone, this happened, there was some Asian kid. He could have been more than, like, 24, 25 years old, but he cut me off. And as he cut me off, he ends up getting stuck in traffic. So I, I so I ended up pa- passing where I could pull right into him. And I just look at him, you know, I don't have any windows on my Jeep. You know, it's one of those. And I'm like, you happy with yourself? Uh, you fucking dumbass. You know, like I start talking because we're right there. And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Just really, really, really lame. And I just got to, like, I looked at him like, I was on my way to the gym. So, so maybe I had uh, my. workout was kicking in, huh? Yeah, maybe my pre-workout was kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, you want to go fight, dude? Like, I just straight up. And I, I was thinking about it later, like, dude, I'm fucking like 31. Like, <laughs> I'm asking this 25, six-year-old kid if he wants to go fight. You want to go fight? And then he's like, no, nah, man, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And like, you're a f-, you know, and I just started going, like, you're a fucking, pu- you're a woman. You're a bitch. You know, like shit like that. And he's, he, <laughs> you could tell was, you could tell he was scared. Uh, but I really wanted to like get out of the car. I have, you know, I was carrying a knife. I have like six knives in me, but I, I have one, Slash you know, where tire? you, no, like, like I had, you know where you put your seatbelt in? Well, I have a knife right there and it's just a little like eight inch blade. I wanted to bring it out and it, I just wanted to hold it in his throat and tell me like, you'll never do this again, will you? And I just wanted him like to apologize. I really, really like, man, just pull out an envelope opener and I'll still get scared. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like, I don't know. Too many people are not held accountable. And I feel like the internet cars specifically is like the internet for people. You're stuck in, you're, you're in this bubble, you're in this metal bubble. And you feel like you have, um, I don't know, how do you call it? Like, this is what you have in a, you're, you have, you have a safety net. Like the way you do with the with the internet and is a, you're behind your desk. You're a keyboard warrior. You're a wheel. You're a, you're a troller. Yeah, you're no, not a troller. You're a. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying you're you're braver behind the desk online, right? Oh, yeah. People say shit that they won't say to your face. I feel the same way with cars. They'll do stuff or say stuff because they feel they're they're protected behind a car. It's a little different. What when you're in a motorcycle or in a jeep with no windows or no fucking where it's open? Like no, you directly have to say something to my face. Or if you do wrong me, 
I, I, there's more of a human connection. You will open their door. That's what you're saying. Exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so there's a more human connection. So it's a, the fear is a little different for them. So you wrong me in here. Like, I'm literally, like, I just open, you know, I'm stepping, like, okay, you fucked up. You can't drive away. You're stuck in traffic, bitch. Now, now you have to face me. You have to face up for your consequences. Too many times, like, with traffic, with asshole drivers, they're not held to their responsibilities. Or they, don't, they don't feel they have any consequences because they're protected. Or they can just drive away if, if uh, they get scared enough or whatever, you know? What are your yeah. thoughts? Uh, Lofi, what are your thoughts? You're, you're, you're a commuter. You drive yeah. a lot for so... I mean, yeah, like, how, how many miles do you commute, dude? It's not that many miles. It's just a long time, right? The it's traffic. It's uh, like, what, like on days where it's like maybe like holidays or there's no traffic, like I can make it to work in maybe 30, 35 minutes. Shit. That, that's like the best that I could hope. Oh for. no, dude! I've done it in twenty two, and I was driving farther than you. Would I remember Thanksgiving Day? There was nobody on the freeway. Mm-hmm. I was going one hundred and thirty miles an hour. Yeah, but I'm not like gunning oh, it. Oh, okay. So. I was going to like Beverly Hills, <laughs> and it was amazing. There was nobody on the traffic, and I had. There's to, like a freedom to it, like. Uh, oh yeah. It's like, Something out of a movie. Yeah, and it's it, and they're like, am I on the ten? I'm on the ten, <laughs> you know, because it's the, some of the freeways are worse than others. This is right. not the one on one. What the fuck, you know? You're, you're yeah, yeah. But no, okay, but yeah, I'm Another saying like it's, it it's not the distance. <laughs> it's it's just literally the because downtown LA is closer to, to Long Beach. Literally, it's only fifteen, maybe twenty miles tops, and even to Beverly Hills. 30 miles tops it's not that long 25 like, like but it's just the bumper job. to bumper yeah yeah exactly it's, it's always like just uh so do you you deal with this do you have to have a zen quality to it or how do you zone out to uh, do it? like i mean like it's it's pretty commonplace you know like even if like somebody doesn't cut me off or something like that you know like i think my thing is like people that change lanes without signaling that's a little bit of a bitch. Like, yeah. like even when they like, you can always like tell like a car's about to like go even like before it does it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I always I like, try to like like get like all like up on like, the guy in front of me just to make sure that they don't get through, you know. See, I don't have little that issue like that. Little... I I don't know because I used to do this thing where like let's say I'm gonna cross over, but there's a guy that's a little bit too close and I don't want to cut him off. All you have to do is put your signal on. As soon as you put your signal on, the guy will speed up. Yeah, exactly. And it was funny to me, like, every time he did it, like, man, you're so easy to manipulate. That's the exact same thing I would always think. <laughs> you know, I'd always think, oh, someone put their signal on, and they wanted, like, oh, you're, I, I, I wanted you to go, uh, get, uh, you know, to get the distance, and you're so easy to manipulate. Just be, it, a, just be a dick and, like, put your signal, like, as you're halfway already crossing the line. Yeah, or after. That'd be funnier <laughs> when you just do it after. Like, oh, okay, now that guy's funny. <laughs> but how do you deal with, with it when you get... The guy that doesn't signal, or the guy that cuts you off, it's just like, all right, fuck it, man, whatever. I'll just uh, either whatever it is that I'm listening to. Whether it's what like really music. can you do, right? Yeah. You can't do shit, you, you know. Throw, throw a half-eaten burrito at them or something. <laughs> no, well, here's the issue because I've I've crashed into cars before, not hard, but like bumping them, right? Because it's a date. Okay, so I have like a '93 Jeep. I don't. If it gets a scratch, who gives a shit? And plus, I have a railing on my. I have a railing in the front and the yeah. back, so it's a little different. Like. You you gotta be really fucking If you wanna cut me off And I'm in enough mood I'll just fucking bump you I don't give a fuck what happens Cause a lot of people are like Oh they don't wanna fuck up Their car either Right right right, right. That's a big thing Most of the Especially newer cars Are driving around Past the cars Where the debt Is really easy to get right So they get cut off You don't wanna fuck up Your shit So you, ha- you have to let it go Me man If you cut me off And you get close enough Man I'm sorry I didn't bring in time Fuck you It's your fucking fault bitch yeah. What are you gonna do I don't have insurance anyway <laughs> You know I don't fuck <laughs> Fuck you gonna do to me You know yeah, the, the, I don't even have tags. I'm not even up to date this year. God damn it. Hey, I need wait, 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 wait. Let's back up a little bit. Hold on. Yeah. So you've been in some, several, like, you know, like, small little collisions. Fender benders? Fender benders, yeah. No, like two. It happened twice where the guy, where I was in a mood and the guy pissed me off enough where I didn't give a fuck. 
and I bumped him. And did you pull over? No, he 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 drove off. He got scared. <laughs> oh, shit. Both times, both times the guy just drove off because they got they got really scared. Like, oh shit, this guy's crazy or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> One time I understood because. Like as soon as he's looking back, I pulled out my knife and I wiped it like this. You got insurance? <laughs> what? No, because yeah. So like, like I'm driving, like oh, this guy really pissed me. Like he would have, he had to force me to break, right? So and I just didn't feel like doing it. You know, I drive a stick shift. I don't feel like doing this. Fuck you. And then like, it, uh, and then I end up humping him. He's like, what the fuck? And I just pull out my knife and like I was like this, like let's go. And he, and then you just drew like you know he was in a newer car. He just drove off and. I was like, well, yeah, I bet he won't be doing that anymore. And at least definitely not to old Jeeps or, or buckets, you know. And then the second time I didn't pull out the knife, but the guy just drove off like whatever, you know. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Have I, you ever, I, yeah. I keep a, a crowbar in the back. Mm-hmm. I, I keep it like in the pocket behind my seat. Yeah. So just like whatever like situation is, who knows, you know. You never know. I'll just be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I keep, like I just kind of like, like. Yeah, but you have, I mean. I mean, you have you're covered. You're in that bubble, right? You're in that metal bubble. Oh, okay. Like, like it's I, not open. Like I really only do it just because my fear of homeless people. <laughs> uh, not I don't have a fear of homeless people, but like or crack it. I'm just so exposed, you know. Right, the same right. way a guy on a bike would be. I'm very exposed, and I just never wanted to be in a situation where I get pulled up on with a, like a guy puts a gun to my head and I I can't. I'm helpless, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I don't get know. out of this. Yeah, I can't really drive off because it's, you know, it's not like it goes zero to 60. It goes zero to 60 in six minutes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like that. And then and it's a stick shift. So it's it, he'll, you'll definitely I can't just put pedal to the metal. Right. You right. know, and like, oh, shit, you know, before. So I really in a, I just feel very um, in a vulnerable state. But at the same time, freedom, there's a freedom to it, by the way. Mm. You know, it's not bad in the sense. I, not, don't get me wrong. I would way prefer your your Moreno, your AC Moreno too, especially oh, yeah. in the summertime. <laughs> you know, the, trust me, I would prefer it. But there is a, a certain freedom when the weather's good and when it's not raining on me. By the way, gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there are a lot of downsides, but there's definitely a freedom to it. And there's that there's that asshole thing that when other Jeeps the same way, not really the newer ones, but other ones that are window exposed or you know they some of them don't even have a car door. You know they do that right, thing. Right, right. There's a nod. There's a head nod. They see we see each other passing by, and there's like that head nod or the wink. <laughs> yeah, you know what it's like. You yeah, feel? it's it's just funny. It's like camaraderie or whatever. This is what it feels like when doves cry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one, but yeah, it's a uh, from uh, the Simpsons. Like, oh, okay. So we're uh, we're uh, like the Springfield kids and the Shelbyville kids. Like they they were like butting heads for the lemon tree. Do you yeah. Remember that episode? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. It's like the Mill Millhouse and the Millhouse doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, oh, you too. Like they had like this little moment. Yeah. It's like, oh, this, this is, is what it's it feels like, like when doves cry. Yeah. And start crying, and hugging. That's, a, <laughs> that's that. a reference. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, man. People. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I can't. This is definitely the worst state for it. You know, uh, or L.A. Southern California specifically. You know, L.A. drivers. I actually, Orange County is not too bad. So yeah, or L.A. specifically is just as bad as. I think it's the worst. In the country, right? It was. Uh, I think it's if it's not the first, it's definitely like second, second. probably to New York City. Okay, yeah, oh, but yeah, I know it's, it's one of the like worst you know. up there. Yeah, man. Like, and uh, yeah, in New York City, I get you know I get New York City because it's such a, a lot of people in a small space, right? Uh, California, I mean LA, you just have so many people, but it's open. It shouldn't be this way. It shouldn't be this. Way. It's so open, so big, and why is it? You know, but uh, location, location, location. Yeah. It just, it just. I mean, when you look at it from like the air, it really does look like circuitry. You know what I'm talking mm. about? It, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. curious, or like even ants moving. Like so, I don't know. It's just really weird. 
I, I, I you know, it's curious, but tra- traffic. <laughs> Anybody listen to this in during traffic, we feel your pain, buddy. Yeah, free chapstick, dude. Yeah, free chapstick, what'd you say? No, uh, you know what I'm saying? What's saying? Malibu Most Wanted, traffic, traffic, looking for my chapstick. Oh, <laughs> B-Rad? Yeah, B-Rad. <laughs> Mm. Nah, but I honestly, dude, I, I honestly hate traffic. Like, to, to the point where, like, you know, honestly, I'm thinking about moving out of like, California. And, you know, if I'm going to settle down with my, like, I start a family and everything, I, I'm going to think about not living in California to do that. Where, where do you want to live to? I'm honestly thinking about Texas. Yeah. You know, because, you know, less, it's a lot cheaper. And, uh, you so know, you could buy a house, like a fucking. Buy a house for 10 bucks. You know, you could get, ask for cash on the street and well, still afford a house. No, that's not how it works, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Nevada's closer and that's pre- pretty much the same as um, as far as. Why, why Texas specifically? Just because that's my second favorite state other than California. So. You know, because there are a lot of good reviews. I mean, about that state, you know, like my friends have been there and they visited and they have, some of them have family out there. Yeah. And then, like before, and then logistics, a lot of drivers that I will work with, they all come from Texas. So, you know, because I would ship to El... Before when I was in the CFS business, I will ship to El Paso all the time. Yeah. And a lot of those drivers are coming here to California, going back to El Paso, and they just say, like, Texas is better, dude. Like, they, every time they come, like, man, I fucking hate LA. Yeah, dude, but are traffic. they from Texas? Because everybody from Texas say that says that about no, everywhere they go. That's why they're saying that. Everybody from... You can't... That's such a biased opinion. Yeah, but some of them are from Mexico. They're Mexican drivers, and they live that, in Mexico, and they come here. That You can't take... A Texan's word on why Texas is better. That's about you can't. That's the same thing okay, about saying about this, California. There's no these guys you got to get someone from Oklahoma or someone from Nashville or someone for a different state and let them tell you which state's better, not including their home state. Well, you guys are like they're not born there. They come from other places, but they move there. <laughs> yes, exactly. They move there, so now they have that Texas pride. Texas but is one of those pride people, states. But the people that I take like their personal appearance. Uh, I mean, um. Like thoughts is the people that I grew up with, and they go over there to travel. No, I get it, but you can't take someone from it's without them being biased. You got to have a non-biased opinion on it. I don't know. I just, it's mainly the traffic. That's all they talk about is fucking traffic in LA. Well, traffic's pretty bad around Houston. That's for sure. Mm. Traffic's actually really bad around Houston, but that's because the freeways are designed pretty fucked up over there. Mm. They design it like in this fishbowl type of mentality. They design, they, they're designed yeah. to piss you off. Yeah, it's really it's just really weird. But yeah, I mean, a, a, anywhere you go, traffic's way better. Anywhere you go, um, I think you know what it's equivalent to, like uh, the Vegas strips. That Vegas strip specifically, <laughs> as bad oh, as that okay, is, gotcha. that's how bad LA's is. But it's not like, like we don't have that issue. We're, I mean, unless you're really working in downtown and living in down, you're not going to deal with that issue. And, and even then, over there, you get around in a different manner. Different. You learned your way. You learned a way to get wherever you live. You learned a way right. to get around, and you 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 find your exit routes. You. I remember the first week, uh, I literally tried like 10 different ways to, to get around. Oh, my, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you find the one you, you fits you the most. You know, right. you learn to adapt with it. I definitely wouldn't move five states over just because of traffic. I don't know. Maybe different reasons, but uh, why I move. But I don't know if that's yeah, my I mean, number that's one. That's the biggest perk. Well, like I said, it's cheaper. You know, it's a new, new scene. Yeah. Well, I like Texas. All it's right. a cool place to I party. Know, I know you've been to many, many states. Yeah. Which one do you like the best? I, I told you. Texas is my second favorite outside of California. There's a pr- appreciativeness. To California weather that most Californians will never know, though. You go, I mean, Texas is a perfect example. The humidity there is it's horrid, and there's they have these lightning, sick ass lightning thunderstorms, which are cool at first, but they're you get over it real quickly when you're stuck out there and you can't do shit but get wet and mud, and it's really bad. And that's just dealing with. I mean, heat is heat is annoying, but cold is unforgiving. Cold is painful. And when you're in when some of these states where the the cold is so bad, like it's where like. You're literally thinking, how do people live like this? You can't. 
you can't go you know it's, it's that kind of thing you you really appreciate the you wish people from southern california specifically would travel just to, just to get to appreciate how much it how good it is the weather out here it really is a legit legit spot and you pay you pay that price because the price of living is extremely high over here right. so you definitely pay for it but uh you know checks and balances whatever they said i think jackie was telling me that just to make ends meet you'd you have to make like 26 dollars an hour minimum for you to survive on your own you know not in, in here in california in la southern california yeah obviously now i'm not talking about living with your parents i mean you by yourself what have to make a minimum of 26 dollars an hour just to survive yeah, on your that's own that's what i like a roommate or whatever just yeah that's just you and uh that's crazy yeah i can believe that yeah and they're supposed to be raising like the minimum wage again yeah i think it's like 15 to 18 or something like that right Fifteen or eighteen? I'm not What's sure. What's the minimum right now? Like ten fifty? I think it's twelve fifty. No, I, I think. think. I think it's ten fifty. I don't know. Is it ten fifty? Oh, then they're raising it to fifteen. If it's ten fifty, they'll raise it to fifteen. Well, it's ten dollars. It's it's not taking effect. So I think two thousand eighteen. But that, that right. is did pass yeah. already. Yeah. It's ten dollars right now, and in some areas in LA, it's ten fifty. Not not everything. I mean, they're really doing it for the fast food places a lot of times. I mean, other places make minimum wage, but when I was in Canada, they already have that automatic fucking teller thing for that McDonald's shit. Where they replaced everybody, they have they have like six stations where you make your own order, oh. and yeah, and then you just pick up your. I mean, you think about it, like the people in the back are still work. Obviously, the cooks are still doing the thing, and then the server or the expediters they call them, they're still doing it. So you're really only, and you never really have more than three, depending on how big your McDonald's. You never have more than three to five registers open. So you're basically saving about three to five people per shift that they're clearing out. So it's not like they're cutting jobs too much. Hmm. But it's enough where, okay, McDonald's people, you like, let's say if the cashier is, I hope we get minimum wage, like, man, you're the first to go because they're going to replace you with the machine. You're the, your job is the one that's replaceable, the cashier, the cashier spot, the one you take your order from. That's the one that's the replaceable. Maybe not the done cook. a long time ago, man, honestly. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, the whole, you know, you look at it, look at something that you don't take for granted that you don't realize it used to be like self-serving pump gas. That used to be someone's job to to put gas in you up until, up until like the 80s. That used to be, uh, and you'd tip the guy too. They, like in Oregon, it's like that. It's still, a, yeah. Like, like you're not allowed to pump your own gas. Oh, okay. That lost. Like, it's like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're not allowed. Uh, Oregon's one of those states. You know? Did you know Oregon was supposed to be a no black state? <laughs> was it? Back in the day, it was supposed to be a state where it was just the law, like, oh, we don't actually this state doesn't allow black people. It's only white people only. Yeah, that was supposed to be one of those. And there's like a shitload of like street names and towns named after Ku Klux Klan members. Seriously? Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Forest. Yeah. Can you pass me a beer, please, Barry? Oh. Yeah, yeah, but um. Crazy. But like, uh, you only have models in there. Oh, tall boy, cool, thanks. But you don't have like, um, yeah. I mean, you think about it. You don't think about it now. You don't think about it unless you have to, or, or unless I'm bringing it up. But like, uh, yeah, self-serving pump. That was a job, somebody's job. And then when they came with the self-serving pump, I mean, I'm sure there was an outrage. Let, let's go back even further. Uh, you know, assembly line, John Ford. You know. Mm. Uh, when those jobs, when they became, this, they, 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 uh, Southern line people, they took those jobs. I'm sure right. they, they let so many people go and I'm sure they were complaining, but it's progress, you know, you gotta, I, who was it? Tesla that said the difference between progress and technology is that progress helps benefits the world and technology only benefits that single, pr- uh, the people. <laughs> hmm. And so I guess not necessarily progress, but it's technology. It's the yeah. new world. It, it's what we're evolving to. You know, people complain so much about like oh back in my day or or we're gonna lose our jobs or 
we'll find a way. You'll get new jobs. You'll find something new. You know, look at terrestrial radio. That's going Just away. Keep progressing along with all everything else. You know? Everything moves along. You know, mm. and those look at all the DJs getting fired. All the they're moving away from terrestrial radio. You you no longer you now you have computer program uh, playlists for a lot of these things. You know, the oh, whole Simpsons have a thing about this. Did they? Yeah, they have a thing about everything. Yeah, but uh, you know, you'll bring it up without bringing it up. So what? what? Oh no, because there was this episode where like Rick and Marty. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Rick and was it Rick and Marty? No, Marty, not Morty. No, uh, it was like two uh, radio DJs or whatever. I think it was uh, the Stampy episode where mm. the Bark the Elephant. I want to say. Yeah, I know what you're talking about that something three thousand. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like like hey man, that thing's great. Damn, they're pretty good. It's a machine. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. Uh, yeah, you know. In ten years, this thing will have your jobs. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Look at Jack FM. Jack FM's everywhere, by the way. Like you go to any state, and oh, I really? mean, it's not ninety three point one, but everywhere they have a Jack FM, it's that guy's voice. So that's everywhere, and that's kind of how it's going to be. You know, for the whole country, you'll have a Jack FM, a type Jack FM esque type show where they get rid of the DJs and it's all computer programming now, and it's one programmer now. You know, the, if you know about the radio industry, they have a programmer who makes like. Mm-hmm. A, Robo it's kind of like the manager, and oh, that's what it's going to be. But yeah. now, what type? Well, since then, podcasts. Podcasts are huge now. They're blowing up, blowing the fuck up. But everyone has their own fucking podcast. Everyone's moving to their own podcast. Doing the Opie and Anthony, the oh, dude yeah. uh, Anthony got fired, or Opie got fired, Opie, oh. and then he now he has his own podcast. You know that? I mean, it's it's an evolution. So I'm not necessarily pro- it's progress, but it's also an evolution. And right. and people worry about everyone's so afraid of change at the time. Because everyone's so afraid of changing the the norm or the status quo, right? You got to stop looking at it in that way. You just got to accept that. Well, this is now the time for my part life change. Now I'm gonna have to change to a new adapt. And uh, it's like Mufasa said, change is good. <laughs> yeah, I've been Lion King, <laughs> not Mufasa. Uh, was the the Rafiki? Rafiki. Rafiki. Yeah, yeah, change is good. Yeah, it, it'll well, happen. Well, you say it's true because like person, like person, like podcast. I, I like them because. You cut through the bullshit. You can cuss. You can just say whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I mean, there's less um, more commercials. Like me personally, dude. Like I, I haven't touched the radio. Like I don't ever listen to the radio. I pay for my Spotify because I don't want to hear shit. You know, I I don't. I stream all anything I watch. I stream one because I'm impatient, and two because I don't got time. I don't. I don't want to waste time watching fucking commercials and telling me shit that I'm not gonna buy. It doesn't apply to me. So like. The podcast, like I thought when they came up with that idea, like that, I'm like, damn, that's this is a gold mine right here. And you guys jumped on, and I was like, yeah, good move. What podcast do you uh, listen to? Well, some of them that I listen to, I mean, I listen once in a while, but I mainly listen to like you know uh, self help ones. Come out, oh really? My, my homie, he brought me onto uh, my homie Tony. I mean, he came up on um, like the last time I, w- I was on the episode. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, he, he told me about all that and um. I mean, whenever I have a chance, like if I'm on a treadmill and I'm running at the gym, I listen to a podcast or like, or I listen to like an audiobook like Tony Robbins, you know, and I just kick back. <laughs> Tony Robbins. You know, but that's pretty much it. But other than that, the commercials are out of my life. Ever since the internet brought that in, I'm done. Yeah. People ask me, like, hey, have you seen the news? I'm like, Psh. I haven't turned on my TV in forever on that shit. I get my news from online, man. I get yeah. my news from the internet. I got, right? I, I got my Facebook feed at least. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's weird, like, like even music now, I really don't listen to too much new music. It's Every garbage. now and then it'll creep in, but garbage. or I, if I go looking for it, or if a podcast I'm listening to talks about someone new. But that's what I was talking about. That like it, everything eventually gets lame as fuck. Anything mainstream eventually gets lame. As, look at Coachella. 
Perfect example, right? You didn't go this year, right? Nope. Because it's lame as fuck, right? I mean, I, I bought. But a you've pass, been you but, used to yeah. been going for a long time. Yeah, like, and it used to be something special. Absolutely. But could you see the evolution? So when it got like, who the fuck still goes to this bullshit? Like, Did you see that tweet I retweeted from Wheeler Walker Jr.? Uh, I haven't been on Twitter. <laughs> I thought you liked it. It was like a week ago. It was when the Coachella week, but Wheeler Walker put enjoy Coachella, you fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that or no? Uh, was it? Um, trying to think. Cause like some like cause I don't really like scroll like all that much like when I whenever I check the Twitter yeah because I'm on the Snooze and Booze account oh okay so like sometimes I just kind of see what's up and or and, like get back to work right 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 or, all right pee breaks over it's that's a bunch of hipsters that's what it is well I, yeah and uh, I said a net conversation but I mean it's just really anything that gets too popular eventually once they get their hands in it let, they they find a way to monetize it or mo- it, it becomes lame as fuck it be, obviously. And uh, I mean that's a perfect example. You, like you didn't go this year because you already saw the evolution. I'm assuming because you just it's not for you anymore. Or what was it? Like I like for me personally, like um, like, like I went. I've gone from 2001 to 2009. Back that's to per- back. Okay, perfect. You're you're the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like, uh, and like the people that I like, I got to see Beastie Boys, man. I got to see fucking Beastie Boys. Like all three of them, they were still alive. Uh, right. I got to see Gangstar, Guru, so I mm. like. All these really top-notch people, you know, and uh, like there, there's this uh, like I don't know what to call it, like almost like a like a royalty aspect, to, like some like the people that they would get. Cause it wasn't just like a like like to me, it always felt like it wasn't just like a pop festival or anything, you know. It's like people like despite like oh it's like a lot of money and this and that. Cause mind you, back then it wasn't like it is today where people are paying thousands of dollars trying to get it. You know, it wasn't Comic Con, right? Oh, yeah. And Comic Con used to be the, that same thing at Coachella. Comic Con used to be only for the comic book geeks. Now every now everybody's fucking going. Everybody watched the Star yeah. Wars fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go ahead. No, sorry. No, no worries. Um, and uh, like back then, it used to be like, oh man, that's what three hundred bucks. That's like too much money. Blah 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 blah. Anybody that now I you're lucky to, to get you know, that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. And like, because I don't ever remember ever selling out, but maybe I would get my tickets like right off the bat. I don't know. It wasn't like a thing, but. Like, I just know, like, you know, like, anybody who went there, like, knew what it was about. Like, you know why we're here. It's not about the money. It's about the experience. And I'm pretty sure it, it still has that quality to some, you know, like, whoever, like, still goes to it. I, w- I would think. But, like, I don't know. To me, it just meant something a little bit different. Than, I think like, it hit its prime. And, like, that was the last good one was when the Tupac hologram showed up. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I didn't go to that year, but... That was probably, like, the best year or, like, the prime where now it started dropping off and it became fucking lame, you know? Mm. It was funny because uh, I got to give them a shout-out because Chris D'Elia has his own podcast called the Congratulations Podcast or Congratulations. One of the funniest... It's him ranting on his own. And he's... <laughs> it's funnier than any stand-up he's ever done, any special. Like, he just him by himself. And this week he was apologizing... Fake, not fake. He was exaggerating. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you were offended because because the week before the Coachella week, he started he started making fun of people, music festivals in general, because he went on this rant about Coachella and how fucking lame it is. And then he got into like, and if you're into Stagecoach, the, which is a country oh, music yeah. of yeah. Coachella, <laughs> if you want to, excuse me, but fuck you, you know, like he just starts <laughs> doing this thing. And then he went to how bad country music is, and he was hitting on the Shania Twain song. It's one of the I was in tears laughing, but he's you know that Shania Twain song about how. That don't that don't impress me much. much. He's like, okay, so you're Brad Pitt, and he's like, how? 
how shitty does Brad Pitt feel? Hey, fuck you, Shania. Who the fuck are you to judge? So like that, right? And yeah, then yeah. Like, he's talking like, okay, uh, so you're a rocket scientist. Like, hey, that's impressive. Stop being such a judgmental bitch. You know, like, sorry. <laughs> and, and then she, and then he, and then she's, she's making, he's making for the song. Like, and then you end with, okay, so he's got a car. Hey, real quick, that's not impressive. How about you start with that one? <laughs> like, he just. <laughs> anyway, so so this week. He was like, "Oh, I got he got so much hate on people who go to Coachella and they were hated. Like, oh, why are you talking shit? Like, hey, if you're offended, fuck you. Like, you got well, you have you're taking it way too seriously. Hey, look, if you like Coachella, enjoy your straw, your stupid straw hat looking thing. Like, you know the people that dress the way they should. Right, right, enjoy right. your fucking shorts, overalls, looking stupid ass. But you know, like, enjoy that. But also, fuck you. Don't get if you're getting offended by things I say. You got way too much shit to worry about. Don't worry about me and right, the stupid." Right. I like because he said he the way he explains it the way that I felt and the way I feel about it like if you enjoy Coachella then enjoy Coachella don't don't let me making fun of you going to Coachella bug you right go fuck go fuck yourself why are you letting <laughs> and my enjoyment is making fun of people that go to Coachella your enjoyment <laughs> is going to Coachella don't let these shouldn't right. cross don't get offended yeah, yeah. everybody wins yeah everybody <laughs> wins why are you worried about what I if I like if I have fun making fun of people who go to Coachella then don't fuck it. Don't worry about me just because you like to go. That's your thing. Don't let it offend you. Why are you? Don't be so immature that you're letting it offend you. Right. I, I just love the way he explained it, and I was like, "Shit, that's that's how exactly. That's how I feel about good. anything. That's, that's how I feel about anything, dude. If I'm on this thing making fun of Morrissey, okay, cool. I make fun of Morrissey <laughs> all the time. If you like Morrissey, cool. Like own it. Like Morrissey, but don't don't get mad at me because I like I I think he's stupid, and you like. Who cares? I, you know, like, isn't obviously what are we twelve years old? Of course, music is subjective, <laughs> so of course, I'm gonna make fun of the things that are stupid to me. Right? I, it's just, it's funny to me. He put it in a better way. Like, if you like doing your thing, then like it. Don't get mad at people that like making fun of people who like your shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Actually, uh, I did watch a little bit of TV, you know, because uh, my sister, my mom's watching it, and I actually caught a little glimpse of TMZ. Oh, did you? And it, it okay, to, so hold on. Now to, you know I was gonna be judgy. Because anyone who watches TMZ is full of shit. So you had to preface it with you accidentally caught a little bit of glimpse of TMZ. No, because like... I, I, <laughs> You're I worried like, about me. Like, you watch that shit? Like, don't worry about it, man. I, I, I really don't like that show because I don't know that that guy in the back that, like, narrates everything. Harvey his, Harvey Levin? Oh, fuck. I hate it. No, not him. The other thing. Like, the guy that makes a stupid voice when, when he's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking hate his voice. He and is it, annoying. Yeah. It irks my soul and I hear his ass. <laughs> Anyways, come um, on, guys, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> he dude. does that thing, right? It's like, man, kick him off, dude. It's like early morning zoo radio DJ bullshit, right? Oh, yeah. dude, it's terrible shit. It is it's terrible, like, yeah. It's like screeching on a chalkboard. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, there was a, they, they had David Spade commenting about Coachella, and he's like, man, you, he's like, hey, you're not going to Coachella? Like, I'm not going to that stupid shit. It's like, it's like, really, man, people go over there to pick up on chicks and see hot girls, but it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to take these girls far out to the desert and pipe them down, or are you going to take them in a... Like, a fucking uh, porta potty and where a bunch of people taking a shit and it's hot shit. as fuck. Now you're speaking my language. He's porta like, potties. He's like, he's like, you know, it's like over 100 degrees in that porta potty. You want to get a new pipe game in there? Like, oh, dude, I was dying. I was. Like, I jacked off in over 100 degrees in porta potties, man. I'll say that. It's sweaty business, you know. But yeah, it is. No, ne- no need there, for man. lube. Yeah, Sweat, sweaty ball sack. No need for lube. You're good. You know. Yeah, yeah but I heard that shit. I was dying, dude. But yeah, honestly, like you know, a lot of guys I know they'll go there because I actually just talked to some dude last week and he went, he snuck into Coachella, he got caught too, mm-hmm. and he's actually ex- he, he just like uh, got out of the military, I think Navy, and they said they they kept they were gonna try to arrest him and all that, but eventually like they let him go, but they kept his military ID and he's like, man, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah, and he's but he said, man, like he said it was tight because um he got like at least ten girls numbers, but I'm like, 
I mean, that's cool and all, but like all these girls are in different states. Like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna like fly to go see all of them and waste your time and money? I got some rapper rewards points, yeah. Yeah, so like, but he said like, you know, he did meet a lot of girls, but at the same time, like, what are you gonna do with them? Like, you, you can't do shit. You're in the middle of the desert. True, very true. RV, unless you go up there with the RV or something, right? Oh, you know what? He did go into an RV. He said he just smoked out with some, with some lady, in her RV. And her husband showed up later on. Her husband is like the guy who did at the staging. And he made million, two million dollars in one day. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, he said he had a good time. He said it's worth it. He said next year for sure he's gonna buy his tickets. But like I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm, like when the pre-sale comes along, I'm, I'm gonna do that too. What? Like I'm gonna buy a ticket? Cause that's what I did uh, like last year. And you came up, right? Yeah, yeah. I sold it. I came up like uh, 160 bucks. Something nice. like that. But yeah. like you know, like seeing depending on how like the lineup is, like yeah. I mean. I'm not gonna let like you know, just like you said, like if you like you know doing your thing, you know I'm not gonna be there just like kind of like shitting on everybody, like ah, you don't know what this is like, you know I'm old school, like you know it was funny because I was watching Grumpy Old Man and Grumpier Old oh, Man. Oh, same, same. You too? It was day. on, right? I love those movies. I Me can too. Watch them, like, all Walter day. Matthau, John, Lim John, John uh, oh dude, the best. Nah, and Margaret. But and Mark, oh yeah, and Sophia Loren in the second one. But I was watching them and. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm fucking, I became the grumpy old man shitting on everybody. <laughs> but I'm only fucking 30. Like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and I was thinking about that. Yeah, I wonder if I went to whatever, the music festival, midnight showing of Harry Potter, whatever the fuck. I'm shitting on, I'm always shitting on everybody. And I'm lucky that I happen sometimes, knock on wood, I make it funny. So it's funnier, but what if if I stop being funny, I'm just an asshole. Right. <laughs> like, just an asshole making fun of me. Why are you here? Like everyone's like, why the fuck are you here? Then like, just go away. You know that kind of thing. Right, right. Uh, so what were you saying? Because your thing about mm. you, you don't want to go just shitting on everybody. Right. You know, like, like, like if like the bands or like the groups that they have, like, like there's always something. Even because like even before when I would go, you know, there's like a couple of people that I knew, but like it exposed me to like lots of like other people that I never knew about mm -hmm. from like, you know, rock, electronica and hip hop, yeah. you know. How do you feel about that? What? About the new age stuff. That's like, it. I mean, that's like, the internet really. You could get exposed to anything, you know what I'm saying? You know, like. <laughs> well, you're talking about the evolution of music? Like yeah, where like, popularity you know, for music you, is now? Like, like I, I, at Coachella, you mean? Yeah, like when you go and you, you hear a bunch of like new artists and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter what, what kind of like music it is. But like you know what you're you're accustomed to and what you're used to and when you come here for right, Coachella, right. but then you hear all these new people that come in, you're like, damn, dude, like I don't know any of these any of these lyrics at least or any of these like you know. Uh, I mean, like, how do you feel about that? Like, I mean, I haven't like been like as far as like you know the contemporary artists today, like, like like let's say like you know who's on there. But, like, um, do you feel out of place? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you everybody else is singing along, you're like, damn, I don't know shit of this fucking. I mean, like. No, well, I haven't really like been to like somewhere where I, like I'm like where I feel out of place, but um, I think like th there's like a like a collective feeling where like even if you're not familiar with it, like you're still kind of like open to it, like you know, mm. like I don't know if that makes any sense. I like, went to uh, I'm trying to. Think. I took my daughter Gwen to Gwen Stefani's last concert before they shut down that Urban Amphitheater. You know they they turned oh, it down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was at the last concert there, and it happened to be Gwen Stefani. Say Ferris was on first. I oh, love nice. Safe Ferris. Love Safe Ferris. Uh, Monique Powell follows me on, f on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm a huge, you know, from the very 90s. And they're great. But then a second band came on. I, they, I guess they were popular. I didn't know who they were. And I had no. Do you remember the name? Or no? Don't. No, I really don't. I guess they were popular. But I was in the back row where they went on way too long. First of all, I don't know if they someone told But I felt that what you were talking about, Brandon, where some of these people knew who they were. And I did it. Gwen didn't either. She, we were there for Gwen funny, obviously. But I remember just like, who the f can we, like, it felt like I was the first one to say, like, there were people saying along with all, like, 
Oh my god, can we fucking bring on Gwen Stefani already? What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, I don't I don't have enough I'm too old for the energy for the night. I don't I want I don't want to waste this on this shitty band. And and even the people singing along were like, "Yeah, that's right. Come on, Gwen." Like that so sorry coming along, I guess. It, so there was a collective soul, but I really did feel that what you're talking about like I felt like I'm too old for this. It was a newer band. Like, oh, okay, I, gotcha. I really didn't give a shit. I don't I I don't even remember if the music was good or not, but I had no time there's actually a really good episode of South Park when uh, I think it was Stan uh, that hits puberty and everything starts becoming shit to him. <laughs> you know, like he he hears literal shit. Like some people, you know, they just everything's shitty to him. And I really like I felt like man, I got I have no tolerance for anything. Like I, I I'm done. <laughs> like I don't have anything new. I, I'm good with my way. And that's not true because I do like new music. But th- maybe it was just at the moment. Maybe it just had to be. I already been standing for an hour and a half. Right. But right. I really like. I have no time. Can we bring on Gwen already? Like I'm done. I'm, I'm over you guys. You know, get the fuck out of here. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> is that how? You, is that what you're talking uh, about? Your response? Not exactly. I mean, for new music, or are you more tolerant to it? Well, I mean, well, I guess like the you're older than me, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like like the new school stuff. Anyway, like uh, like like for example, like Travis Scott's gonna be there. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah, like a. Yeah, rapper. Like a, yeah, like newer stuff. You know him? I mean, you, are you from? Oh, he is, but I mean, I don't. I'm sorry, Keith. But speak, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, or we bring it closer to you, whatever. But uh, like, again, you know, it's like me, like trying to bring up, like, you know, back in my day when I used to go, you mm-hmm. know, right? Like, like a lot of that, like, super, like, top forty pop stuff, like it, it was, ne- it was never part of like that, uh, that repertoire, you know. It was like really, uh, like you know, like kind of like maybe. Uh, I want to say undergroundish, but I mean, like a lot of the groups that they had were big names, you know. But it wasn't like super, like. Um, well, I don't want to be confusing because it's not like I have a beef against pop music. I like pop music. No, right, right. Yeah, but and, it, no, I just I, I, it's not like I'm saying like, oh, I only like underground shit. I don't like indie shit. Or I only like shit that no one's ever heard of. That's not true. I like a lot of popular stuff. I like a lot of poppy right. stuff. New hit singles. I don't give a fuck. I like Megan Trainer. Who gives a fuck if so, you know? Like I like that. Get her out of her contract, guys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. It, but I just feel sometimes like I, I I think I don't have time for pretentiousness anymore. I think right. that's what what is it, you know what I mean by that. Yeah, uh, I just I really don't give a um, I don't give a fuck if you're a, a character from Zoe Deschanel's earlier works. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're that quirky lead chick that you know that quirkiness of an indie film, I I don't I'm I'm sorry, but I'm done with that. You know, <laughs> I, it's I'm, I you know I don't mean to put it on Zoe Deschanel. I'm just using her as the example. Right, I right. really like her. I mean, New Girl is one of my favorite shows, but but I just don't have time for the pretentiousness anymore. I I don't mind if someone's pop. If so, I don't care a fuck if she wrote the song or not. I, I'm I'm sorry, but I don't. If it's catchy, it's catchy. I'm more open to right. that kind of thing. And I I think with newer bands, a lot of them. So like this is like. If you if you're a lead singer and in between a song you say that this is real music this is real rock and roll all right fuck you you're you're stupid as fuck because that's <laughs> that's not you know you're, you're you're you don't know you're not aware of yourself I'll say that right, right, right. you know what I mean I I don't know Can you go ahead continue, continue. I'm trying to find a way to explain it um just because it was um because like right now it seems like more like it's like you know just like a pop festival just like anything else oh, we're talking but, about Coachella specifically yeah now. Coachella mm-hmm. you know like I'm. Trying to figure like a way to explain it's it. It's a lot know. of it's a lot of people that go up in there, and most people don't even know who they are. Sometimes it's like, or some of the people are just like some kind of like you know hot hit single, and they f- fucking end up on the Coachella list. It's like, yeah, like, like now it's like yeah, that. It's before like, it, it wasn't like that before. Yeah, you know, know, you you brought people in that had like um like I want to say momentum, but like they're known. You know, they've been in the, they've been in the business for years, right, and like right. now like. 
you brought out some they're bringing some guy that just had a hit single like two days ago and he's like already on a stage on Coachella and it's like what the fuck does that equate to why reasons why you didn't go or does it also or if not I'll probably a mix of both but uh you're older now and you just don't have time for that same pretentiousness well, it's not even that you know because so mean, it's more closer to like I would it's say, not what you what it was when you were there like like I guess like it, it lost something maybe or, yeah. or like maybe you're right you know maybe I just outgrew it nah, I lost you know, a lot like, like, yeah I think like, it's a little bit of both maybe you know, you know um but, it's always a little bit of both right it's never one thing or the other it's always like, something you know, like, like for example Radiohead's headlining like, yeah like yeah. tonight like I heard they fucked up though. Oh, did they? Well, like you didn't hear about the thing. No, I didn't. They had like forty-five minutes of uh, audio, quote unquote, audio problems. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh. like a lot of the crowd didn't even stick around because they just they, like they didn't have their shit together, type of thing. <laughs> uh, Maybe they outgrew it. But yeah, you're right. Riddles, who is, if you had to tell me a list of top ten '90s bands, they're on the list. You know, I don't right. know where they're on the list, but they're where on that list they are. But they're on the list. Uh, Rolling Stones, I think they might have done some kind of poll about that. You know, okay. But like, I'm trying to think, uh, who else? Um, like New Order, yeah, also going to be there. I'm trying to think, like you know, like like I don't know, Calm Coachella bands, like like uh, was Coachella mainly known to be just rock music and stuff like that? No, they have always. It was actually Coachella was like a. Like let's say it was ten band line, nine rock bands, one rapper, one rapper. That's usually how it was. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I've seen like you know some like pretty decent lineups. Like it's like a mix of like um, rock, hip hop, and electronica. Well, if you look in the crowd, um, are you seeing more white people or black people? Like in the crowd? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I don't know. You're seeing white people. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Black white. people don't have no time for no desert bullshit. Yeah, honestly, no, like, <laughs> just, just today, I know some girl that went. Yeah. She's there right now, and then she's like drinking a beer. She snapped. She's like. She's like, man, the white privilege like uh, <laughs> feeling is strong right now. Oh, and like, I was like, <laughs> do you see it like the cultural appropriation thing, like mm-hmm. specifically about Coachella, like nowadays? No, what is it? Where people are, you know, like wearing, you know, like you know, like you know, like like because uh, uh, I came across this article about like just how it's actually a thing. Now. It's a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> oh yeah, well, <laughs> shit like that, you know, about like how <clears throat> I guess you know like. Fashions being, you know, uh, they're taking like all this, uh, all these, like you know, different, like, like aspects of, like you know, like, like the bindis and the like a Native American like headgear. Like they're taking all these, like you know, like. I Man, I got a problem things, with that you know, though. I got a problem with that because I feel like cultural appropriation, that term, is becoming out of hand now. Where people are using that because if any anything was anywhere, it's like the next buzzword. Yes, it's a pseudo. It's everyone like they want. They're oh well, shit. They want to call someone out on it. Cultural appropriation. You have a little bit. You know, th- people have been doing that for years, right? What's fun did you used to do that? She had a oh, face. Yeah, yeah. She had a face when she did that. People, the, that stupid video where that girl says that about that kid with dreadlocks. He was a white kid with dreadlocks, and he said called it cultural appropriation because only black people had dreadlocks. Not true. Mm, First yeah. of all, not true. Germans and Vikings have been doing that forever, <laughs> but before you know, African. But, but the whole problem, I, I think that's like you called it. It's becoming a buzzword now. Everybody's looking at something. You wearing? I don't know, man. Indian hit, wearing any hurt? Maybe you just, just want to put it uh, a t- part of your style. Who gives a fuck if if it happens to be coincide with a certain culture? Uh, you wear chanclas? All of a sudden, are you culture privileged for Mexicans? Who gives a <laughs> shit? What if you just like the style? I, I I don't know. I have a big problem with people calling. I have a problem with people who call out other people on cultural preparation. I get wiggers. I get that. Okay, that was a big thing in the early two thousands. <laughs> a big thing in the night, you know, late nineties, where the wigger was a term where like that was a negative term and all that. Really does not apply anymore because uh, now we're getting uh, black guys wearing skinny jeans. Black guys wearing high. It's 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 all becoming one big amalgamation of ish. Right. You know, it's not, 
can we stop using that cultural appropriation bullshit in a in a ter- in a negative term or just because you know it you know the term so now I want to use it I want to be it feels like to me like people who are using that term like they're using it like I know the word so I'm gonna use it and I'm gonna sound smart like arrogant like, pretentious uh, pretentious I have no time for your pretentious bullshit yeah you know I, well you learn a new word and try to use it once in the, like for that day you know like almost because like you, you want to come off on the good I, I, I don't know man I don't give a fuck if someone's wearing an Indian headdress oh am I because a Native American who in Oklahoma, where the fuck, uh, you know, from, am I a Pechanga? <laughs> you know, am I a Morongo uh, Casino? <laughs> am I a Morongo Casino right now? Like, no, I don't, I'm not trying to offend nobody. I just like the style and I want to utilize it just because some other culture or race used it Ooh. too. Maybe that's where I got it from. It's an inspiration. Why can't it be that, mm. you know? I don't know. What, are you saying that's what's going on at Coachella? Or, or well, I, I came across this article where, where it's actually a thing where, I mean, like, because I've gone and, like, you know, there's some very, there's, like, a, like, it's always had this uh, degree of, like, eccentrism. Yeah. You know, there's, like, some pretty, like, hippie people. Because like, it's, like, this blend of different crowds. Right. Which was, I always thought it was cool. Like, no matter who you are, like, all these different, uh, like, uh. Um, Next thing you know, they're going to retro Burning Man, dude. That, that uh-huh. dude, that's already becoming, Burning Man's becoming very commercialized right now. Really? And there's, a lot of hippies are rare against it. There's a documentary on that right now. Oh, shit, never mind. I, uh, which uh, which one was it? I don't remember. I think it's called the Burn. I don't remember what it's called, but it's I seen one. It, this one was talking about how all the people that have been going to Burning Man forever are really mad that a lot of people are starting to charge for a lot of other shit. Like you're not supposed to bring any money there. It's not about you're supposed to trade stuff. It's a barter, yeah, yeah, barter, yeah. It's it's very very interesting. And uh, I knew a lot of people that used to go there, and I always wanted to go there, but it seemed very, it's very borderline, like, fuck you hippies, you know, and I'm, and it's just my mentality, like, man, get the fuck out of here. You look, like, if a girl, I don't care how good you look, you look like you don't shave your armpits, the fuck out of my face. You know, I'd like, I have that mentality, but I also, I'm, obviously, I'm kidding, I'm exaggerating for the podcast, of a lot of open, I'd love to go, but at the same time, like, that's a weekend I could be spent working or do something more constructive yeah it is very very long long. and it seems cool i'd love to do that in my time i'll get to it eventually maybe it's on my bucket list but it's not on my to-do list if you know what i mean best way to put it it happens but if not like you're not gonna lose anything it's a last minute thing that's what it is yeah yeah but uh, yeah anyways uh what were you saying about coachella like the cultural preparation thing oh yeah like i came across this article how like you know like it seems to be like a thing you know where like um i guess you know people are Almost like they're almost like doing their homework about it. They're trying to see like what mm. they can do to like kind of like stand out because like it's like Coachella fashion is a thing. You mm-hmm. know? It's like a thing now, you know. And you know, there's like people. What, uh, what Chris was talking about that stupid straw hat looking bullshit. That big yeah, hat. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? <laughs> and it's a uh, like I guess people are being offended how they're taking like all these different aspects of all these different cultures or religions or whatever and Who? just using it as fashion. It's white people being offended for other races. That's what it is. It's white people being offended for other people because they're not offended. They want something to be offended for. Fuck huh. out of here. I'm mad. Right I don't know why. Give me a reason. No, uh, I think it's just more like the teenage rebel that wants to rebel but has really nothing to rebel because they're living in the perfect world. So they shut up, mom. So they're looking, yeah. So they're looking for something to rebel for. That's that in a in a contemporary sense. That's what it is. So you're so so, so lady. You know the scenario is uh, a lady in her mid thirties sees somebody wearing something that belongs to a Native American, not Native American by the way, and she gets offended. Like, oh, she shouldn't be doing that. That's offensive, and she wants to feel proud. Feels like she does something. This is what the problem is. 
Okay, here I go. I sound like an old ass grumpy old man. <laughs> hey, this, man. But this is what the problem with the people that don't have meaning to their life or people that feel like they haven't done or achieved anything. They look for something to find meaning for, but they use other people to demean other. They want to demean other people to feel them like they're doing something apart, like they're making a difference. This is the this is the problem with people who don't have that sense of mentality. They don't feel like they're contributing something to give their meaning, their life meaning. They look for other bullshit. Or are you gonna check? They look for other bullshit to take to to try to uh, to try to gain meaning for something. So they're looking for other shit that's not. They're making up things yeah. to be mad about, so they can feel like they're doing something to about it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is, dude. Feels like it. Feels like it. Because those people, you know, you know, you you can see right through them. You can you can tell exactly like, oh, you're full of shit. Like, mm-hmm. you see it right away. You know, too many people don't call them out on it. You need to call people out on that bullshit. I'm sad to say I actually call some people I know friends and they're like that. Yeah, that's a that's a trouble. It's trouble when you have a friend that's you. They're making wrong decisions and they don't want to hear that they're making wrong decisions. You know, and they're like, dude. But they want to call everybody else out on their decision. It's like, come on. Yeah, I don't know. Like, listen here, you fat fuck. You gotta, you gotta, you you want to slap them? Like, what the fuck are you doing with your like? You know that kind of thing. You're yeah. fucking up here, buddy. Wake up! You're in the wrong here. You gotta realize that. You know Put that, that slice kind of down. I don't know. It, it, it's it's I don't know. It's growing pains, really. Yeah, Sometimes you gotta just cut them loose. Sometimes you just gotta like, eh, you know. I'm done trying to convince you. If you're if you're dude, if you're in your twenties and you don't know yet, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you should have learned this shit when you were in high school or when you were teens. You know. You know, honestly, at this point, like, I realized, like, damn, I actually cut out a couple friends already. Like, you know, you realize, like, you know, I'm, that happens as you get older. Yeah, yeah like, I. I I'm already gonna be 26, and I realized the people that I was real close to, I'm not longer close to anymore. And it's like, damn, dude, this shit. Like, like I thought I was gonna be friends with these people forever, but then yeah. I realized, like, man, these people are not really good for me. You know, in a way, like, you know, their mentality in life, or they're just gonna slow you down. Or if you continue being friends with them, they're just gonna be like leading you to a different path that you shouldn't go down. Well, it's definitely like what I tell my children for sure. Like, look, I don't want to sound corny, but don't let your friends influence you. You be the one to influence your friends. Yeah. But at the same time, like, like if they're like, if you've been with the same friend for a long time, and they're still doing the same shit, they're still with the same loser, or they're still with the same person that's holding them back. Like, man, you know, call a spade a spade, but but yeah, I, it, you slowly but surely break away and start doing your own thing or other things. And like, look, you call it, you got a new job, you got your new thing. It, it's it's a new chapter in your life for you, right? Yeah. So slowly but surely, you're gonna lo- you still have the contacts in your phone, and you'll still have them as Facebook buddies. But eventually, he just moves away from that stuff. You, you're getting older. You're growing older. Yeah. Dude, you think it's bad. That, like, imagine when you start having a wife and kids. And then you really just start to, like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you cut everybody else you off because you fat. have no time. Yeah, you turn the fact. You have no time, literally no time for hardly anybody but but what's going on directly in front of you or who you are responsible for, you know? Yeah, yeah. like, honestly, like, um, you know, you're here. You're living in the moment. You see, you know, you don't really. It's kind of hard to see change in someone when you see them every day or whatever. But, like. Like my buddy Tony, like the one, I, the baseball player that I brought. Yeah, you know, he's gone most of the time, like nine months out of the year. And when he comes back, he's like, he like he told me, like, dude, like I hate to see my friends doing the same shit, haven't grown, haven't done anything better in their lives. Like, like he's been gone this whole time, and they have never, they have, none of them improved. Yeah, they're slumped, so. Yeah, they're like they're still bums, they're still shit. Like, you know, they say they want to do this, want to do that, and then when he comes back, time later, you know, you would think that at least they'll be like have some kind of progress. That's the worst too. When they talk about doing something, they yeah, don't do they it. Yeah, they don't do it. And he told me, like, 
And he's like, man, that's, that's why he, me and him got really close is because he sees like me, like I always try to strive for better. Ambition, right? Yeah. yeah and then, mm-hmm. but he sees our other friends, like in our group of friends, like he just sees like, damn, dude, like I don't, I don't, he's like, I don't fuck with them as much because I, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. I told him like, hey, dude, like, you know, some people are comfortable. They're just, they like to live the way they live. And it's like, we're only getting any, we're only getting older and like. The older you get, and like if you still don't have your shit together, it's like you. Start well, I I definitely feel I think there's a thing about like being whatever quote unquote being a man means, but it doesn't mean the same thing it used to mean. It used to mean you had your shit together, you knew what you know. Being a man meant the in the sense that uh, Charles Bronson or Clint Eastwood or John Wayne. That's what being a man. It doesn't seem to be. What I feel in this world, I, I, not necessarily put it on millennials, but the newer generation or whatever. Not just this generation, but everybody. I feel that men are becoming women, and women are becoming girls. That's all millennials, though. I mean, I'm not putting it on one certain thing. It could be hipster, it could be it could be a 30, 40 year old woman, person who's just irresponsible or just doesn't want to improve. But I just feel like I don't know why you're, what your beef specifically is with millennials. My kids are millennials. I don't think they're gonna be. That. No I mean, kidding. It's but, just the title, but you know. yeah, exactly. But I just feel like yeah, that's that's what the, that's what this world is. Men are becoming women, and women are becoming little girls, and no one's taking responsibility. And shit's gonna hit the fan at some point. I mean, I can't wait for a zombie apocalypse to come, and then ninety percent of the generation, ninety percent of the population is done for because they just <laughs> they didn't know they weren't prepared for shit, you know. And what I mean by zombie apocalypse, I mean for any kind of natural disaster. Is that basically the new world agenda? I mean, it's going to happen. It needs to happen. And the world needs to happen quick already, you know? Because I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of dealing with these fucking tired retards. Podcast is coming. We need to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just weird. Hope it happens. Hope it happens. What are you guys going to do when the, the zombie apocalypse comes? I mean, I don't necessarily think a zombie apocalypse is going to happen anytime soon. But, I mean, with the way things are going, man, we're like... Near for brink of extinction with this nuclear war shit going on, like pretty much, you know, Trump doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You know, he, he's like a hair on the trigger, and so is fucking what's his name, Kim Jong Un, whatever the fuck. <laughs> that thing has an itchy Jong-un. finger, and he's ready to press that button. He's pumped. He's ready. You know, he's, he's taking like three extra sh- scoops of pre-workout. And ready you to go. Saw the interview. Yeah. That's really. What was the song? Wait, wasn't there like a song that made him cry or whatever? Uh, got him all emotional? Yeah, it was some corny ass one, right? Shit. <laughs> it was a good movie. It. We're going to have to but watch it after this funny. podcast. Funny. What's that? We're going to have to watch the movie after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it's on Netflix. It's funny, yeah, man. I've seen him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. The, the way I feel about like the direction of the world, like it's not like it's improving. As far as people's attitudes or people's personalities or people's characteristics, it's not improving. So it's going to hit a slump where it's going to be like a shit hits the fan moment or a do or die moment or something's going to hap- need to happen where where uh, a moment of truth comes and a lot of people aren't going to be able to step up because they just weren't raised to step up or they weren't, they're, they're not used to dealing with challenges. Anything challenges comes, they bitch and moan or they're upset. Uh, not saying everyone's upset, but they 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 don't know how to handle it. They overreact, and um, that when that moment comes for them, or for for most of the world, it's going to be one of those like, "fuck, I'm unprepared," and then you know you get your balls cut off, and you know whatever you know in the literary sense. But you know, I don't know. I feel like 
I wish it happened now. So like, see, I fucking told you guys. I told you, you know. <laughs> but I, just, I wish it happened soon. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Survival of the fittest. Get rid of all the. <sighs> Man, it's. I mean, it's very Aryan. It sounds very Aryan when you put it that way. But yeah, I'd say it is Darwinism. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it is Darwinism. I mean, that's really how it happened. Like, that's really literally what happened. Like, uh, you don't want people don't want to talk about it, right? Or not talk about it in the sense where everyone thinks as the the white. European pioneers that settled America as the bad guys in this when when they came and conquered uh, the New World because all the Indians got you know massacred. That really what happened. Ninety five percent of them died of diseases, and it really was an, a, a a Darwinism right there. It was Sarafitis, like Lo said, well like Darwin said. But yeah. mm-hmm. the reason why, okay, so the new the the European the white Europeans were already immune to a lot of diseases that they had. So when they came, the, the Native Americans didn't have shit. That's what really caused 95% of the Native American population to die. So, really, the it new... Was, it wasn't a trail of tears? Yeah, there was a trail of tears. Oh, sure, shit. But it's not what you think. Like, there were actually Indian slave owners. Indians had slaves uh, back then, the rich ones. And there were rich ones, some. And also, Indians... White people, white devils were just another tribe. The, the Indians fought with them among themselves all the time. They were very oh, territorial. Well, very territorial, and they fought amongst themselves all the time. The, when the white people came, they were just another tribe to the Indians. It wasn't like all the Indians versus all the white people. That's not how it was at all. It was like all the Indians versus all the Indians and all the white people. And that's how it really was. And the only really reason what, like, it was like it was really genetics. Why? Why we were the people? The Black Plague had just passed a couple hundred years prior, around the twelve hundreds, I believe. So anybody who survived, and I think we came in 1492, right? The first settlers. So from around the 1600, when we really started settling. It was a couple hundred years. So the people, the Europe's, the Europeans, the Europe's, the, I'm an idiot. The Europeans that survived the Black Plague had the best immune systems, basically. That's literally basically what it is. Yeah. And they, the survivors fucked each other and they became people with a good immune system. So when they came, they're the ones that came when they had their diseases. They survived. Native Americans have shit. So that's how they they all got massacred. Really, it really was genetics. It was Darwinism. It was survival of the fittest. Yeah. And their immune systems is what problems them to Does, survive. Doesn't Europe have like a like a three percent like they're immune to HIV type shit? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. That does sound kind of familiar. I remember that. I remember that. Does, that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. The, uh, Europe has the highest like uh, immunity towards that virus and shit like that. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Because you know, Europe does have. No. no, but that makes sense, and that all comes stems from the Black Plague, because yeah. the Black Plague I think wiped up. I think what you are you from eighty percent? Is that sound right? At least, if it, not more. It, it was something around eighty percent of the population of them. So the survivors were all extremely as healthy as they could be, basically. Yeah, that's it. for the time. Yeah, for the time, and they're the ones that made it with each other. So you think about it, like it, yes, correct. It was a mass. I mean, it was horrible. The Charles Fears is one of the saddest things ever, but it wasn't what you, what most, the picture that gets painted about, about um, the white settling and the Native Americans, it's not the picture that you think. The, the picture that gets painted in school is not necessarily completely true. There's a lot of factors to it that we need to, what's up? No, no, I fucked up. What happened? No, I'm trying to post some shit. Oh. The, do you want to say, how, how do we get how do we get on this how do we get on this thing with the black plate oh survive uh, Darwinism you oh, said okay, uh, right. survive of the fittest right <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know I, I mean you do you think that someone like that you know nowadays you think it's that's what it takes some kind of genetics monstrosity some kind of uh, plague that really go through the world that only the survivors are gonna, is that what you were talking about 
no. Well, what, like, what were you talking about? They were talking about zombies in there. Yeah, but that's what that's how you brought up survival of the fittest. Right, because uh, you had mentioned, you know, like, you know, kids nowadays, like, if something were to happen, they wouldn't be able to do shit because yeah. they're not, like, you know, out there pussies. doing shit. Yeah, other pussies. <laughs> that was, uh, that's where it came um, Oh, man, I, I wanted to touch on something, but what was it? What was it? I hope it's not a little kid. <laughs> no, it was just uh, something that you were, you were talking about like, right now, Black Plague, Black Plague, Trail uh, Tears, Europe, uh, Native Americans, any of these? No, no, it was uh, in regards to the Black Plague. Fuck. Rosies, posies, ring around the rosies, pocket oh, full of posies. Like, uh, <laughs> like nursery rhymes and like the real stories behind them. Well, how horrible that that nursery rhyme came from. Uh, that's how they'd burn the bodies. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's, it's creepy. <laughs> it's kind of creepy yeah, that the nursery. kids sing it all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> I have this book that it talks about like all the nursery rhymes and like like everything that happened, like all the history behind it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, that is cool. It was like, a pocket full of posies or something. What the uh, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. No, but what the hell is a pocket full of what? Uh, posies are uh, like a flower posies. that smell really strong. Oh. So they, they put, smell good. It's supposed to like mask the. So the, yeah, they the put odor. the posies over the dead bodies to mask the odor. Uh-huh. Oh shit! Hardcore. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's, that's just crazy. Or London car. Bridge is falling down. Same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. And a little history right there. That's some good shit, man. Our uh, one, two, buckle my shoe, three, four, shut the door. Uh huh. That was another one. Because there were a couple. I think. What was that one? What's the story behind that one? One, two, buckle my uh, shoe. Before shut the door. I want to say it was like witchcraft or something, but I don't. Oh, okay. Remember. Blair Witch Project. What? 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 What's the meaning behind buckles on shoes? What is that before shoelaces? Just shoes. is that it? I mean, because like, like leprechaun shoes. I always like that's what I always picture like leprechaun shoes. But what was the point of it? Is it just to tighten it? One. Because uh, <laughs> like I remember, like I used to have like these boots, well, uh-huh. kind of like boots. They were like more like dress shoes. They were like made for walking, right? Uh, 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 one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a set of laces. It had like a buckle. Like you put Puss in boots. That's the name of the wheel rocker, dog. Puss in boots. Puss, no, yes, that's the one yes. you sent me. Yeah. Gotta watch it. Puss in boots. <laughs> He's talking about like he likes shape. He doesn't like the shape pussy from from L.A. or the uh, uh, silicone acid. Uh, anyways, go I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and they show titties in the music video. That's why it was on Pornhub. Yeah. Was that like the animated one? Like the, the no, no, no. This is like uh, girls, girls with titties all over the place, <laughs> and a girl with obvious bush coming out of her like uh, Daisy Dukes. Nice. Like yeah, it's, I like this. I like this. no, but like uh, cartoon exaggerated, <laughs> like yeah, something you see in scary movies. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Libby. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Where were we? Uh, the fuck is rhymes. Meanings behind them. I know a beer, yeah. One, two, book of three, four, six, four, five, six, uh, like there was this one, what's the, the candlestick maker, the something, it just, there's this one, it talked about like peep shows and just like the, like the, the lewd, uh, underbelly of society. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like everybody has their jobs like during the day or whatever, but then like, you know, at night or whatever, whenever, you know, everybody's kind of like in search of, you know, like a little more, you know, fun. Adult. And it's like, oh yeah, I know you. Almost like a fight club thing where you know the person, but you they don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, so I like, did. Uh, I didn't hear about that. Um, that D textbook that I uh, oh, bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they talk about it. They talk about how like, um, well, especially Victorian era England. Victorian era England was right. very much like that, where it was. Um, <clears throat> there was like a. Um, Everybody is very proper, very gentlemanlike and ladylike, but there's so many like orgies going on in secret underdoors, right. like you know shit like that and. 
I, I mean, depravity, basically, or sexual depravity. And it just makes you think, like, uh, like we think how, oh, there's never been a more time for a sexual revolution than now. And we think, like, oh, everyone's hor- uh, anyone's more promiscuous now. That, dude, they've been, we're not new to this thing. Everybody right. wants to think they're, what is it on Chasing Amy? Everyone wants to think they're Marco fucking Polo when it comes to sex. Uh, dude, we're so... There's nothing new under the there's sun. Not, dude, there's not... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, they, they were doing a Victoria's Secret Alien. You go back, obviously, you want to go to the Greek and Roman days where it was just oh, debauchery. Man. Debauchery and sex all over. Like, there's nothing... We're not inventing the new wheel here. Uh, the right. wheel here, you know? What? Everyone wants to think there are, but no. I'm watching a show called Vikings right now. Oh, Vikings is great. Ah, that's just badass. But you know what? It's kind of weird, like... Most guys are very territorial about their women, you know, nowadays. Yeah. Like, you don't want another man. Every day. See, that you're doing the same thing. You think it's something new. No, every, it's always been like that. No, yeah. no, like, every guy is very territorial about his woman, you know. But in that show, and they, they kind of like, it's kind of like almost like a history les- lesson. Yeah. These men are like, you know, offering their women, like, you know, you can fuck my wife and shit like that. It's cool. They're not tripping, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that's actually not, it's a warrior thing. They found that with, uh, with Air Force men, with Marines, with they, they found that they're more open to swingers to be that swinger mentality yeah. than any other kind of great. There's a there's a real thing behind it, and it has to do with trust, and it has to do with the uh, the mentality that you know you might not come back from battle. It, that's where it stems from, and I think that's where that Viking thing comes from too, because they were they were all warriors. They all went in battle all the time, and a lot of them didn't come back. But they talk about building a trust with the camaraderie with your fellow Marines, your fellow soldiers, your fellow warriors, basically, where you want you want your girl and your family to be taken care of if you die. So the more you share your woman, the more like oh you're oh I, you know, it, it's like a thing where it's a it's a community type of thing. Yeah, and there's a trust there. Because there's a, a very real possibility that you might not come back from battle or from war, and so you're more open to that stuff. And it's very, gene- it's very uh, what Darwinism, very genetic though, very survival of the fittest, or or uh, just you know t- that type of mentality to keep the species going, keep your keep your race going. And that co- that's where it comes from. But they found that more more uh, military men are more more inclined to do, be the swinger type of mentality, and and it dates back even to that, like I said, the Viking era, the warrior era, yeah. Pretty crazy, dude. I like, damn, like me personally, like the way I'm now. I'm like, hell no, I ain't letting like, no, no, no other man touch my woman. If you know, I don't know, man. There's been a lot, uh, you know, the news with the Marines sharing pics of, of a lot of different women on. Oh yeah, I heard, I heard about the news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's it comes from somewhere real. <laughs> you know, crazy, who knows, man. man? I've seen some girls I know on there, and I went through the photo base. Oh shit! shit. I think I took some of these pictures. <laughs> I think I received some of these Pokemon's. <laughs> it's been on the group chatter too. Right, yeah, like oh shit, she's out there. She's they're out online right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's I'm not held responsible legally for any of these actions that I'm saying. I'm saying this for a joke. I'm Alex Jones, and I'm playing a character <laughs> that covers me legally, right? <laughs> uh, what else are you guys watching? You're watching Viking. What else are you, are you guys watching? Any uh, cool shows? Anything new you guys want to bring up? Your what was that other show you were talking about? The Yahoo, no, Amazon show, Prospects. Uh, budding, budding prospect, yeah. How was that? And, uh, Good shit. Uh, I've only seen one episode. It's just about a. Uh, it takes place like uh, what, like the seventies, Mm-hmm. Uh, like in San Francisco, like um, it's like it's like group of friends or whatever. They open a bar together. There's yeah, like uh, they have like these like whatever jobs you know, but then like there's like this guy. It's like hey, uh, like 
you guys can like move on to like my my farm uh, to grow weed basically mm-hmm. you know do this, this and that you know like, that's like it pretty much that's the premise i've only seen that first episode but um, like i mean i'm down to watch some more like it you know you know it seems promising how about you uh brennan anything else besides viking like uh i've seen a couple episodes of what's that show that drew barrymore is in right now Oh, good. that's a great oh, show, uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Santa Clarita yeah, Diet. That's, that's a like, really good show. Yeah, Tim Oliphant is in as well. I'm like, damn, this, this female, I mean, Drew Barrymore is basically a zombie. I'm like, damn, it's crazy. Like, she's just acting like she's a normal person, and she just kills some guy that she met at a bar. And like, yeah. I'm like, damn, that's... Uh, a cannibal, right? Yeah. Uh, well, she's a zombie. I guess all zombies are technically cannibal, cannibals, but yeah. yeah. Yes, I cannibal. I, I like the, like, because I'm a big fan of the show I Zombie too. I like the different takes on zombies, other than the whole typical Romero or Romero or um, or Rami type of you know take on it. But uh, yeah, these they're very interesting, like because they're definitely like um, almost vampire where they not sec- romanticize. They romanticize the zombie now. You know, it's something you, uh, a zombie used to be just a mindless monster where it, it's an ill fate. And the vampire was the one like you might you wouldn't mind kind of being a vampire or a werewolf, even if you have a more gritty mentality. Now, for these two takes, zombies becoming that kind of thing like, oh, zombie has some cool powers and I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't mind you and that kind of thing. Like, oh, OK, you know, and it, it's not like I have to live dep- decrepit or anything like that, right. you know, like, so that's what the kind of their new takes on it. I kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know. Like a warm bodies approach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, romantic. You know what show, um, I used to watch my boyfriend's dead. You know that kind of thing. My boyfriend's back. That's what it was called. That's the first zombie movie that I, that romanticized it. Is that Christy Swanson? I think so. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Or was that uh, Buffy? I know she was Buffy. She was Buffy. Yeah, the original. Yeah. I don't remember what were you saying? Uh, some show I used to watch. Uh, only, I think they only had like two seasons. Man, I, I really, I really wish they would have made more. But it's actually like a show I don't think many people will get into. But it's called um, Winona Earp. The Americans. Oh, oh yeah, oh. I was watching oh, that. God, I, the I, alien one, right? No, no, like, like Frankenstein, different, different kind of monsters, right? It's, yeah, it's like hell and earth combined yeah. together, and like we gotta be like a, have a society, I guess. And I guess the guy's he's like a social worker, and his roommate's a fucking zombie, and his roommate turned into a zombie because like the girl he was dating, she she was gonna dump him. He's like, oh, I'm I'm into zombies right now, and he's like, wanted to keep her, so he t- let himself become a zombie. And then she dumped him. She's like, I'm into warlocks or whatever now. <laughs> so he's like, fuck, man, I'm a zombie forever. <laughs> so like, you know, he's a zombie. Like, he, you know, he can control his hunger, you know. Like, yeah. They, they, eat, they eat people, but like, sometimes he catches himself trying to like, he's like, I want to eat. He's like, I'm trying to, I want to eat my roommate, you know. He's like, <laughs> he's like licking his roommate's ear. Like, oh, he tastes delicious and shit, dude. That's just hilarious, man. But like. If you were any of the universal monsters, who would you be? Yeah, dude, that's hardcore. Yeah. <clears throat> Honestly, I'd probably say I was a zombie. Oh, yeah, zombie. Because this guy, like, he, he can, like, he'll buy new, he'll get, he'll order, like, new body parts. Uh. Like, the last time he, like, he ordered himself, like, like, he ripped his chin off. So he's, like, trying to get, like, what chin should I get? Should I get a butt chin? <laughs> like, well, you know, should look good on me? Yeah. And last time, like, I guess his dick fell off. Because <laughs> he's, like, his dick was tired of getting beat. I guess he, like, you know, jacking off and, you know, rough. So he had, like, a, like, a, Hate lo- love hate relationship with, the, with his dick, and his dick ran away and left him. So he had to find a new one. But then eventually he made it up with his own penis and shit. Mm. It's funny, but it's like detachable penis. Like he can lose an arm, and he can just get a new arm. You know, just detach- a buff one. Yeah. What about you, Lofi? What universal uh, monster would you be? Man. That's cool. I bet, uh, damn. 
Maybe like uh, Wolverine. No, Universal monsters. By Universal, you mean like Universal Studios, like like the Mummy, uh, Monsters of the Black Lagoon, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Damn. Maybe uh, what about the man who laughed? Does that even apply? He wasn't a monster. That was uh, uh, Viet Conrad, and he was actually a hero. He wasn't a monster. Have you seen the movie? Uh, way back when. I have I the started, like in a class. Like, I have the yeah, movie. He he uh, he saves the the cho- the homeless children. They're called the Comprachicos. I always remember that the Comprachicos because uh, uh, the children like uh, they're getting sold into like slavery type of thing, and he kind of saves them. And it's a cool movie. He looks like a monster on the thing because he's deformed. Right, right, It's right, But right. more it's like Hunchback Notre Dame type of thing where he's gotcha, kind of a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. In the, yeah, yeah it's a good movie, though. That's who the Joker was, the design on the Joker was based on. Bill Finger and Bob Kane, they based the Joker. Uh, Bill Finger, more specifically, because uh, he was an artist, he he based it on uh, The Man Who Laughed. That was good. Um, the, uh, the, uh, Benito Del Wolfman. Yeah, I think I would go Wolfman, honestly. Yeah, I know, like, the mummy has the most powers. Teen Wolf? Uh, yeah, Teen Wolf, that's <laughs> the one I'm doing. Uh, Dracula's pretty up there with powers, too. But, right, right. But I think I think I, I like the, the maybe you're right, the Wolverine aspect, the beast of the werewolf, the beastness of it, like, just letting out your... It's uh, the, um, the Steppenwolf, uh, Herman Hess. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, your human one moment. Uh, what was it in uh, Clerks where... where um. Wait, what's it? No, I'm sorry, Mallrats. Where uh, Stan Lee's like talking to Brody about like, you know, like... Character like, he built, yeah. You know, I'm like... A rage of emotions and exactly, expert. Exactly, you know, it's the same thing, you know. It's just, it's like, a, it's very humanistic, you know. Or animalistic. Or, or animal, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like that, uh, like, it addresses that point specifically. That, uh, you know, like... I'll bring it to you so you don't have to lean in. Yeah. I'm still be back here. There you go, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, um... I, I like that that symbolism, that philosophy, you know, mm. where you know you're like you know civil, whatever. But then at the same time, you it's know, good, bringing it back, it's that road rage aspect. You're a lot, exactly. you're, you know, you're braver when it's you think. Human shit, man. Just human nature, you know. Just like one small aspect of it. I like that. Me too. I'm, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But the mummy, the mummy would be pretty tight too, man. Anaksunamu. That new remake looks great. Oh, Tom oh, you Cruise? think so? Yeah. I don't know, With man. Tom Cruise? It looks like it's, I mean, action-wise, it looks pretty badass. Well, it's a shared universe, by the way. It's supposed to be... Actually, Dracula Untold was supposed to be the first one of the shared universe. Oh. With, uh... I forgot the guy's name. That uh, played Luke, Luke, Luke Evans? Evans. Luke Evans. He was Gaston in Beating the Beast. Oh, okay. You saw it? Yeah. That shit was horrible. Was it horrible? It looked horrible. Oh, I loved it, man. Really? I loved, no. Oh, okay. I mean, How I mean was like... It? I didn't hate it. Why'd but you watch like, it? Why'd you watch some... it? Cause my kids. And... I I went with Tina. Oh, okay, my bad. Never mind. That's fine. Because my kid. Because I was like, uh, what did we see? Because we saw it, oh Power Rangers or Beauty and the Beast, and I'm like, what do you guys want to watch? And and I said, you guys want to watch Beauty and the Beast? And they gave me this look like <laughs> like they wanted to slap me. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, I guess it's not for you. Like, thank God, but like they wanted to see Power Rangers. 
how'd you how'd you like it though? Well, I'm like I, it was I was funny because I'm making fun of my older sister Patty because she was like oh, she's raving about it. She's gonna go see it. And I'm like that movie looks dumb as fuck. I don't know, man. I'm good. I think I'm good with this. You know, I, the Disney remakes have not been good. The exception of the first Alice in Wonderland, the second the sequel was not that yeah, good. Garbage. Cinderella was garbage. Uh, Maleficent, they I don't. That, I, I never saw Maleficent. I saw Maleficent. That's pretty tight, dude. Honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I just I heard me, it was pretty good. Like I, I wasn't. I don't. I like Charlton Copley, and he saved the movie for me because he was playing. He was in a different movie. He was in his own movie, and he and I wanted to see his movie. <laughs> Everybody else was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Um, but anyways, like. The, I, I, you know, I can't be too judgy because I didn't see Beauty and the Beast, but right. the, uh, the critics' reviews and the trailer I saw, it did not, it didn't entertain me at all. Debbie, how was it for you? Uh, you saw it. I mean, like, like same thing with Cinderella because I did see Cinderella mm-hmm. also. Like, there's a like, I don't know if it's like a, like a very you know like like you're watching like a musical, but then even that you know like say like Chicago, I thought was badass, like as far as musicals go, you know. But then, you know, like, it has this very, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the word for it, but, you know, it was very kind of like, mm, like, it was kind of trying at some parts, mm, you know? Trying too hard, yeah. No, not so much trying too hard, where it was, like, trying for me, like, okay, like, do I really want to enjoy this, or is there a reason why I'm not enjoying this, and I just don't want to address it, you know? Hmm. But, like, it, like not that it was, I don't know, man, uh, I, I didn't hate it. But at the same time, it was like I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, you got to go see it, man!" That shit was amazing. Right, right, right. Like it, it definitely like there were like aspects about it where it, like I had to kind of like you know take some grains of salt with it also, you know, just yeah. because maybe it's not my cup of tea. Because you know, th- th- it was it did have that you know you know singing and dancing aspect to it. Not not that it was horrible. Like uh, Josh Gad, uh, he played Lafu. I really like, don't I like, like him too much. I like him. Yeah. I think, but I did like, like that show he did with the Billy Billy Crystal. Oh, uh, uh, oh, shit. The enter- was it the Entertainers? I might have. I thought it was. Pro- yeah, you might be right. Or was because I was thinking like producers, but we were talking about the not producers. producers yeah, yeah. Yesterday, but but the show he had with the single season show he had with Billy Crystal. I really right. liked it. I really liked that show, and I'm not a big fan of Josh Gad. I, I don't know. Like, uh, I think he's funny. Like, mm. like uh, that's a, that's. A, I think I think he was funny in that show, but I don't think he's normally funny. Maybe am I, am I being too judgy because he was in Pixels and he was horrible in Pixels? I don't know. I saw like maybe five minutes just because uh, like I never do it, but like I started watching something, but I knew I was gonna leave and finish. Yeah, I, I saw like the intro. I saw uh, uh, Peter Dinklage, like he's like one of like the the heroes, the of, head, uh, the best <laughs> video gamer, funny, whatever. Funny shit, man. Uh-huh. He, he got funny. a little too annoying for me too, honestly. Yeah, in this movie, but and at the same time, it's an Adam Sandler movie. movie. Who? What are we doing? Quad is not here. Sandy Wexler. you know. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. saw it by the way. I saw Sandy Wexler. It? It was uh, wasn't as bad as you thought. Wasn't as bad as I thought. Excuse me. Okay. Just because it's Sandy I saw the the uh, that fucking uh, James. Um, who's the big guy from King of Queens? Um, oh, uh, um, the spy movie, the international uh, spy Paul's, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, Paul. Uh, Paul Blart, yeah. Damn, fuck? James something. Kevin James, Kevin James. Shit, can't believe I forgot that. But yeah, I saw that one. That was better than I thought it was gonna be. I heard it was that like, I, like just from like the reviews and actually I, most of like, his Netflix, even the Do Over wasn't too. Nah, Do Over was pretty stupid. Ridiculous Six was kind of funny in the in the whole uh, slaps a, a Blazing Saddles type of mentality. Gotcha. You know, He's you near. except Blazing. Yeah. So his Netflix move as bad as Adam Sandler is. There is a once you get into the like just accept that it, it's a Adam Sandler movie. Let yourself go from the rest of it. Like you can enjoy some aspects. Gotcha, you know gotcha, what I'm talking gotcha. about. 
Yeah, just so don't like watching Fast and Furious movies. We know they're dumb as shit movies, and they're just fucking car porn, basically, or girl porn, you know, whatever. Uh, but that's not, you know, I'm not expecting no Oscar-winning performance when I go watch this. Very okay, true, true. yeah. Well, actually, now I am because Helen Mirren is in the latest one. You know, is she really? Yeah, she's in the. She plays uh, the Shaw brothers' mom. Uh, oh, you know, um, uh, Luke Evans. Luke Evans and um, Red. Uh, I uh, forget Jason, Jason Statham. Oh, Jason saw them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that guy. They're, they're, they're their mom. Oh, no shit. So, yeah, and Kurt Russell's in it, so he's always good. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, I know what I'm you expecting when I'm going to see it. You got to have the mentality when you're watching an Adam Sandler movie. And you have to double that when you're watching an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. Because, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so, it's that kind of mentality. Blended? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't well, mind. See, that's what I'm talking about. I didn't, I didn't mind it. You know, I didn't mind blended, though. I, I like Terry Crews. Terry Crews. I'm always. Terry Crews, you know, I met him in. The nicest guy, and he liked the fact that I remembered him from as T Money from this. Sh- wa- the ri- there was a ripoff of Gladiator show called Battle Dome. I you, a pr- UPN Dome. one season Battle UPN Dome. never right exactly. You guys never heard of it, right? I used to watch the show religiously. I was like, oh shit, Battle. Dome. It was a wannabe. I was fucking 11, 10 years old. Fuck you guys, right? Don't stop judging me. I could see your judging look. <laughs> anyways, I'm to remember. Like, anyways, I was I, you know you know my old job, and I met him. I was like, oh shit, uh, I'm a huge fan, man. T money, T money, T money was my boy. And he's he starts busting I'm like, oh my god, that was the first thing I ever did. How the fuck do you remember that? And I was like, dude. Um, Battle Dome was the shit. I remember the rings you guys used to get. like, oh, man, you really are a fan. Like, yeah, I'm a fan, man. I'm a big fan of yours. And then he was like, oh, cool, man. He's a really, really nice guy. He should be the next Tony Robbins as far as motivational speaker goes. Yeah. He, he, he's, he makes you feel so good, you know, by, by licking my butthole. Nope, that's not how. <laughs> Anyways, damn, what, yeah, what were we off on? Chris? We were talking about something, movies. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. The Beast. So uh, Same thing. Like, uh, like once like you kind of get into that mentality, then it's like... Cause I, for me personally, there were some like parts where it was like, damn. Cause uh, like Kevin Klein's in it. Like, I was really waiting to see. Cause I didn't know like who did the voices for, like for all the characters. Mm-hmm. Cause you know they're pretty much. You and McGregor. I didn't know that until after. Oh okay. Like, like it, that, that's what I was waiting for, and I think that's what like made that like an overall like. Like okay, that was awesome. Like you, McGregor was a uh, 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 the, was it, the candle old dude. Yeah. Fuck, what was his name? Some French Candelara. Shit. Oh, Candelabra? Yeah. Fucking, uh... Kirk, <laughs> yeah, Kirk Douglas. Douglas. No, Michael right? Douglas, yeah. Um, uh, Ian McKellen. He was Cogsworth. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, a uh, Stanley Tucci and... But we were saying, like, even though you didn't... That... But about I mean, enjoying the film. No, I mean, like, overall, like, there were, like, some parts, especially, like, the... Like the like maybe I was comparing it to like the the cartoon movie too much. Oh, that's one hundred percent what I'm doing. Yeah, because I love the cartoon movie. Because yeah, it was it was great. But like like that ballroom scene, I thought was actually pretty cool. Mm. It, it didn't last. I don't think it lasted as long. But just visually, like like the movie did have its aspects. Like the the um, be my guest, like that dinner scene. Oh, they do this on the songs again. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like that sequence, you know, like it's a, like a lot of CGI, of course, but. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Mm. You know, like it did have its moments where it's like, okay, like just enjoy it. Don't be like, so, like don't be like so hard on it. Just hey, if it has some parts you can enjoy, enjoy it. You know, you know. But it did have, like hey, have like those like parts where I'm like, hmm, maybe a little too much singy, dancey stuff for me. Yeah. What are you talking about the beating beast? Beating the beast. That shit was garbage. <laughs> it's not as good as booty in the beast. I see it, but the fact that they picked uh, what's her name? 
what's her name? Uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. AKA Hermione. I don't find her attractive either. Yeah. I don't find her fucking at all attractive. But even the dude, like, even my mom would tell me, like, she saw it and she said, like, it was okay. And she told me that like, I thought Gaston was better looking. He should have been the beast. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I, like, I've come across, like. She's not the guy crazy. that played the prince wasn't good looking enough or didn't really. I got I gotta be high to fucking find that movie funny or, or, or entertaining or whatever in any way. Mm. Yeah, I think movie. it's just watching it just because you watch a cartoon and you almost like want to watch it just compare it. Yeah, I'm saying I think that's ninety percent of the people. Yeah, right? pretty much. I've mm. ever seen some meme because you know how like the little teacup has like a broken piece in there. Oh yeah, yeah. and like it shows like oh it turns to a real boy and little the real boy's like missing a skull piece and it's like gushing <laughs> blood and shit. That's funny, dude. <laughs> you know the guy who voiced that the the guy who voiced Chip in the cartoon yeah. was the kid from Jumanji, the monkey kid from Jumanji. What? Yeah, it's the same kid. Jumanji? Yeah. Aren't they making Jumanji again? Yeah, they are with uh, The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, they fucked oh, up already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It's like Central Intelligence Part Two. Yeah, I didn't mind Central Intelligence. It wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't as funny as you think a Kevin Hart and Rock movie would be. I mean, okay. The Rock's uh, acting got better, you know. Compared no, to, uh, I don't think. his acting was the best when he was in the WWF. <laughs> he was the best in W. Have you seen Best of the Rock WWE? Oh my God. These, these, this guy was the rock. The rocks, the rock says you know your role. Shut your, oh man, he was honestly he he was the funniest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Never mind. I, I used to be like, man, I wish I was smell what he was cooking. You know, I just smell with the rock. I, every time we said that, shit, I'm thinking of bacon and eggs. I don't know why. I'm like <laughs> bacon. <laughs> I was thinking of pussy. <laughs> you ever have a girl who tells you like, uh, like oh this pussy is gonna change your life, boy. And really, all I did was just change the smell of the room. That's true. That shit was fucked up. Oh, dude, you know what? The other Shout day, out to Christian for that one. You told me that one. Oh, man. The, <laughs> the other day, dude, oh, I was dating some chick for like four months for a while. Okay. That's a long time. Uh, no, after, after in my middle ex, school. After my ex, you know, no. Like, it was just for a while, you know. It was actually one of my buddy's sisters. Which one? What's your name? Her name was oh, you don't want to say because we're gonna talk bad about her? No, no, no. Her name was Crystal. You know. I mean, I'm talking about pussy smelling it, bad, and all of a sudden you bring her some, up. Nah, that's the first time I actually dated someone. Um, that she had a kid. Black. Oh, okay. And you know, um, it was cool, you know. And then one night, like me and her, just you know, went to Pound Town in the living room. And then we in the asleep. living room. And, yeah, dude. She, no, nah, she, she's like that. She's, 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 she's a, she's a wild one. Does she have her own apartment? Nah, it was her parents' house, dude. Oh, my God. Is this high school? What are you doing? Nah, the reason why she's back at home is because, you know, her mom um, has uh, cancer and shit like that, so she came back to help. Man, this got dark. Let's go back to the good story. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, Talk so, about uh, your pounding in the living room. Go ahead. Yes, I can, sir. Pound, pounding in the living room. So, like, my my homies and her brother, which is, like, one of my friends, too, like, in a way. He's watching. Nah, they bounce. Nah, he don't listen to this. Okay. <laughs> so, it's cool. <laughs> I don't mind sharing it. Anyway, so, uh, they bounce. They went to L.A. to go eat, and me and her there were there. And then her son's in the, in the room asleep. So He's here, watching. Oh, no, no. Nah, nah, nah. So, <laughs> me and her go to Pound Town, living room, and then we, we, we like we get back dressed and shit like that. We were like, Why do you call it Pound Town? Sounds <laughs> so weird. Is it Ryan's you guys thing? are fucking, okay? <laughs> we get it. Yeah, so, like, you know, we, we go back to sleep, and then like, and I'm like, you know, we fall asleep, and the door opens, and you hear that shit's the fucking loudest door in the world. Wait, wait, wait. Were your pants still around your ankles when you, nah, when you woke nah, up? Nah, okay. I pulled them up, but I guess I, I didn't really... Clean. I didn't fix myself right. Like you know, my I didn't straighten out my shirt. Oh, okay. So then my homies they walk in and everything, and then they they're like chilling. They're gonna play cards and drink. 
And then my homie's like, hey, dude, fix your shirt. I'm like, fuck, man. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm like, I'm a little buzzed, too. I'm like, oh, shit. So like, I go to the restroom. I forgot I left my belt in there. So I put that shit on, too. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And just recently, and then months later, which is recently, like, like last week, I asked my homie, like, hey, remember, that? we'll talk about that shit, like, me when I was dating her. And like, hey, dude, I'm like, remember that day that you guys, like, came in, you guys came back? He's like, yeah, dude, the fucking house went, like, fucking straight sex. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude, that's, like, the brother's the first one to open the door, you know? I feel like, damn, dude, like, and I still kick it with him, you know? We're still cool. Like, we still hit the gym together. Yeah, they brought it up? Nah. It, it's kind of weird, you know, like, I'm starting to turn into the, the sister fucker, because, you know, that's not, <laughs> not the only homie sister I pipe. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so, like, it's starting to become, like, a little routine. But how does she feel about it? Oh, we don't talk no more. She's, Why? That shit died in the water. Why? Things happen. I think that shit happens, dude, you know? What happened? She's just, uh... Because before, she was previously married, you know, and she had a baby daddy, you know? How, how old is she? She's 26. 26 oh, okay. And uh, she just had a lot of trust issues. So, like, how old is her kid? Her kid is, like, seven. Okay. So, um... You know, she she just went south. You know, she she had trust issues, and I was like, you know what? After like so after so many like issues, I was like, you know, what? I'm done. I'm not gonna like. I realized like I, like I like I don't need that kind of shit in my life right now. Like like not the kid or anything. Like that. I had no problem with that. It's just you know the tr- the problems like the, the drama. Trust. Yeah, the drama. I'm like, you know what? And it made me think like, damn, dude, like I'm I'm like uh, putting too much of my life into like a relationship where I should be focusing on myself. So oh, I just let it go. Very selfish of you. Nah, dude, like. I don't feel like I'm at I'm I'm where I'm at where I'm supposed to be in life. Hmm. So like I feel like it's better that if I, I you know better myself so then you know I can be more of a provider in all aspects in life and you know hmm. be content with where, where I'm at. So Makes sense. Like, yeah. You know, be like, damn, you know, I, I could be this, but I'm with you right now. I don't want I don't want that type of like you know. I'm dating a girl with kids right now, and it is a little weird. I mean. Not if they're yours, dude. She should be fine. It's still weird. <laughs> What'd you say? My girl's fine? Is that what you said? I said if they're yours, it should be fine. Oh, it should be fine. Oh, I thought you said my girl's fine. Uh, it got really awkward between us. Cause that's <laughs> like the third time within the last few months. This, this fucking guy, last man. time we were at Cooper's, he's talking about Jackie being fine as fuck. I did not say that, dude. He s- you said you said that she, she looked like a bar. In Lakewood, you said that she looked like Mila Kunio's. Nah, nah, nah. And then you said, said and then you said like, "Oh, that's cool. Mila Kunio's fine as fuck." I'm like, "Oh, what are you trying to say?" <laughs> no, I, I said that girl's fine, and you're like, "Hey, well, people say that my wife looks like her." I'm like, "Hey, dude, I, I did not make that connection." I yeah, you. Yeah, you. That's what you said, man. Nah, 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 get out of here. I don't know what. You, want me to call her over so you could judge her? Nah, I'm good. Is that what you want, Brandon? <laughs> this guy, dude. Go ahead. I'll call call her right now. Like, babe, Brandon wants to f- check you out. Want to come over? I'm good, dude. What do you want her to wear so I can tell her what to wear? Something sexy? <laughs> Is that what you prefer, Brandon? Nah, nah. No? You know, honestly, like... Nah, honestly, I, yes. I, tell I, me I, about I, what I, you I, think I, of my I, wife, I, honestly. I don't know why it was wrong with me in a way, like... Uh, I had this thing where, like, my homies told me, like, you know... My, all right, the other day, one of my homies smashed some girl. Okay, what girl? Some She's girl. taking her pound town. Taking her pound town, dude. You know? Press me on the beer. It's some pipe game. Press me on the beer pound town. Thanks. And and uh, he's like, he hit me up the next day. You know, I t- I took down some other girl that night. Yeah. Some girl. Oh, actually, she was the same girl I I took down in Vegas. Uh, can I interrupt you real quick? Uh-huh. Uh One time, like, oh, like um, 
like you know whatever doing business with the chick and then like uh he, he's like oh shit you're with her and i put like yeah watch smell this and i gave him my finger to smell you know like and he's like oh yeah so like sex and i just poked my butthole like with it, it was scratching my my and he's smelling my asshole <laughs> that mm, smells like sex <laughs> it's like oh does it does it you got a little shit on your nose right now <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Dirty my face. ass, he's my ass. Right, I'm sorry, go ahead. You got the Hitler mark. So you're taking your uh, your yeah, friends so, to fucking their chick, yeah. So like you know that night, um, me and him both got you know we both got in with two different chicks and like. Are you guys uh, Eskimo brothers? Nah, he wants me to be an Eskimo brother. You you haven't yet? Not yet. Not you haven't had an Eskimo brother before? Nah, I uh, have. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So um, I took down the same chick. It was the second round for me and her. Like I had piped it the week before at Vegas. And then we met up again, and she, uh, but that night we, I had brought some chick with us. I mean, well, I didn't bring her, but like she came along with us. Yeah. And um, I guess she's in love with him and whatever for like long, for years. Oh, okay, they know each other before. Yeah, yeah. So like, he didn't want to pipe her down, but I guess the alcohol got to me. Like he just fuck it, you know, whatever. So he texts me the next day. He's like, "Hey, dude, I need you to do me a favor." I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "I need you suck to my dick." Nah, he's like, "All right, I'll do it because we're friends." He's like, "But I you're not gay, right?" I, I need you to take this girl down for me. I'm like. I don't know, dude. Like, that's my, that's like, it's cool that you piped her down, you know. But that's my homie's ex from like five, six years ago. And like me, I don't know. Person, I have like a guy code thing where I can never touch my homie's exes or, or any girl that they've ever liked. If, if my homie says dibs, like that's the girl I want or whatever, I I stay away. Like no matter what, even if the opportunity comes up, yeah. I stay away. But it's kind of weird. Like I'm like, damn, look, I have I I have code of honor within myself towards exes and shit like that. But I don't have any fucking filter when it comes to their sisters. <laughs> yeah, it's, that is weird. It's, why? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why. I'm like, hey, if shit happens, shit happens. I'd be more inclined for to stay away from someone's sisters than their ex. Yeah, because the ex, you might never see them again. Yeah, true. You know, but I don't know why. You know, uh, that's but interesting. They just, I don't know why. I, I, I guess that's that's the way I operate. But I, honestly, to me, I feel it's more disrespectful. Uh, if if my homie has a fine ass sister, I'll flirt, but I won't take it any more than that. Yeah. Or I would. Obviously, this is pretense. I have to check myself before I get caught. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, like, the, as far as their exes, I I feel as long as you're like, oh, shit, homegirl's still around. If there's a reason they're not cut off because they're still around in the group for whatever reason, then that's still free game. If it's an ex that they were with for a long time, them, if they cut themselves out, they're, cut, they're not seeing them again. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But if there's a reason they're brown, that means it wasn't that bad or it wasn't bad enough where it's going to be a big deal if you pipe her down. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like, you know, you know, you know, feelings can always last forever and shit like that. You don't want to be like, damn. Uh, That's not true. Feelings don't last forever. I mean, to a certain extent. Legends do. <laughs> Legends never die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't want to rock that boat, you know? Why not? I don't know. I, I just feel like, you know. If she's fine as fuck, though. Have you ever been with a girl that's fine enough where, like, fuck this rule that I have on myself? I'm going to nah. take her to pound town. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've had some pretty fine chicks, but like never because not not within the guy. Who's the finest chick you ever been with? Damn, it's hardcore. That is hardcore, right? I think about the um. Have you ever? Been, okay, yeah. You know yes. what? It was a one night stand. One night stand. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And now it's actually the first time. I actually, like, I, I really don't find girls hot, like attractive when they have short hair. But this girl has short hair. Yeah, like was, a dude. Like almost like, no, like a dyke. Not, it, it you like it for some it reason. Any question your sexuality nah, nah, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, hit the neck, but like it looked like my hair, buzz cut. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't Does she have a five o'clock shadow nah. too? 
I for some it. reason, I don't really like it, but I don't know I, why. I don't know, dude, but that shit was the bombest shit, and she was the finest girl I've ever met. I'm like, damn, dude, that's just crazy. The best, the best pussy I've ever had, I was surprised, because she wasn't a fat chick, but she was a thick chick. And I was like, oh, my God, this is... And I don't know if she, 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 you know, she didn't get none in a long time, but and I was like, oh, you know, because the pussy's tighter, but it was the best pussy I've ever had. I mean, I've had, I've had a, you know, I, honestly, I did have a thick chick before, mm-hmm. besides my ex. But uh, shit, <laughs> 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 it's kind of, it's got personal. Damn, Here we uh, go. I, I've had a, a pretty, this is uh, going. decently. What was her name? Yario? Uh, nah, what the fuck? I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm getting the, the chick. Nah, um, I had some chick that uh, homie introduced one night, and then eventually I just met up with her. She came down. Yeah. She's actually from from Chino. Mm. Like, she's from China. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Chico. Oh, Chico. Okay. That's up, up, north, up north. Yeah, Chico State. She's from around here, but she went up there. She lives up there. And she came down here for a weekend. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Pipe game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how'd you uh, like it? How'd she like it? Was she disappointed? Cause she hit me up on Facebook told me your cousin ain't shit. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> damn. That's what she wanted to go around two. Sorry. Day, I was like, hey, I'm good. Thanks. Really? Yeah. I, will, I mean, I would have hit it. But you said it was pretty good. Why didn't you want to go with the next day? Why? Yeah. If you if it, you said it was, it was really good, right? Well, I mean, because, you know, I was like, nah, I feel kind of disgusted. I, honestly, I feel guilty. I felt guilty? Why did you feel guilty? Nah, because at the time, Get, I was like... I was set up or bring it closer to you so you don't have to oh. lean in. That's what I was telling you. I would say, you know, I wasn't in a relationship, but I was separated for like a while. Uh-huh. But it just kind of felt bad, like, you know. Because you never know. A lot of times, like, I would bounce back on my ex, but then it's like... I was like, nah, I can't do that again. Well, I mean, okay, while you were on the break, were you still giving it to your ex before? Nah. This was a time, like, I remember when me and Jackie were on our break for a while, and uh, it was a few weeks where we were just, we're not living together, and we were, you know what I'm saying, we were on a break type, break, we were just, we weren't sure, and, well, no, we, at the time, we thought we were done, but we were just being separated, but we'd still fuck each other, you know what I'm talking about? Like, every now, well, we just, man, I, I'm, 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 Every few days, like damn man, I feel like it, we just have sex still. You know what I mean? How, what's the longest break you guys had? Like three weeks. Oh, what the fuck? That's nothing. Well, this man. is not including me being away. Me being away for a oh, year. Right, right, right. This is me. My tours overseas. This, you're not talking about that, right? No. Nah. You're talking about while we were in. A, we didn't were sure if we we're gonna get back together. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. Yeah, three weeks is the most. Yeah. Keep in mind, we have kids. Okay, Mister. Oh, that's a commercial break. We have kid. We have to see each other. This isn't like your, you know, your little pound town bullshit. You know, <laughs> whatever fuck you're going through. Hey man, people, with kids, they still, you know. When you know you're done, you're done. You know you don't really want. to. Well, that's another thing. We never, we never been done, done. There's been a lot of times where it's been close, but I, the way I feel with Jackie now, it's weird because I feel like I don't know if there's anything worse that we can't handle because we've kind of gone through the worst of the worst, and if we survive that and still have come up on top, like we survived arguing about Aaron Hernandez, and we survived, <laughs> 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 we survived that. We survived arguing about whether Robin Williams' suicide was good or bad for his family. And I figure, like, once you take that, I mean, that's just for Anything else is diminished. You know, it's the same, like, as taking a punch or taking a fight. Like, once you hit as hard as you... Once you get hit by the hardest you can get hit... And it feels that way, right? I mean, I don't know. There, there are definitely scenarios-wise or hypotheticals where it could be worse. For the most part, I feel like it can't get any worse than it's gotten. And we've c- still come out on top, and we're still—that's good. That's good, though. We're still very much in love with each other, and I feel like 
once you get to that point, like, okay, I, I, I have a feeling like, like just last week, a couple of days, not that last, like, uh, like five, four or five days ago, I was pretty pissed first about something stupid and, uh, it wasn't stupid to me, but well, I got pretty pissed and I was just pissed. But I, I got, I know yeah, you, I'm knowing it's not over. You know, it's, you're not breaking up. I know I'm not going to kick her out of my house or nothing like that. Or I, I know it's not getting any worse. So, so you have the decision where like, I'm going to stay mad. I'm going to, and you kind of plan it out. It's not like you haven't been here a million times before in this scenario. Like, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to, and this is what's going on. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to get over it. She's going to uh, say she's sorry and I'm going to forgive her. Because it's not like she's not saying she's sorry already. Yeah, she's apologizing and I'm like, whatever. I'm just, I'm at the point where you're I'm not accepting cool your off. fucking apology. You know, fuck, take your apology and shove it up your ass, you fucking bitch. You know, that kind of thing. Right? <laughs> fuck you. Fucking cunt. You know, that kind of thing. You know? I'm at that point. But eventually, like, you know what? It's not like you're, are you going to go to Norwalk and file for sports? No, of course not. So grow the fuck up. I'm telling myself, grow the fuck up, get over it, and and, and move on your day so you guys can be happy. Because a lot, a lot of times it's really, it's really that that kind of mentality where you take to like the only reason you're not happy or you're not cuddling right now with your girl is because because you're being stubborn. Yeah, pray. she already pray. she already apologized. She already admitted she was wrong. Might as well just forgive her, make her happy, and that you know, like okay, so you're yourself happy at the end of the day. It really is like there's a lot of thought. Yeah, you're right. Pride. It's like there's a lot of different immature reasons why. No, I think this is a big problem with relationships, especially younger relationships, but. No one wants to admit. No one wants to admit they're wrong. And if the person doesn't admit they're wrong, they want to hold it over them for so long. They want to hold that over, like, yeah, that's right, I was right. And then they want to hold it over it and like, oh, like a shadow. They don't want to let. And no one wants to let anything. Boy or girl, guy or girl, no one wants to let anything go. Just let it go. Not as big. In the retrospect, it's in retrospect, nothing's as big a fucking deal as you think it is. Everything's forgivable. Relax, relax the fuck up. Try to look at things from her angle. And for her, try to, or for the girl, try to look at things from his angle. No, everyone wants to think it's the end of the fucking world when something's someone's wronged. Re- relax, man. No one's intentionally trying to hurt you. Yeah. You know, you guys are in a relationship. Every, you know, it's really I don't know. I I don't know. I find it a maturity thing or what? But I think I've just been I've been married so fucking long, and I and I'm one of those guys that got married at such a young age where everything is like. We already should have been divorced. <laughs> young, this is there's a reason young marriages shouldn't be. You know, no one should be married when they're young. I I don't even think anybody should be in a real relationship till they're in their thirties, honestly, because we're just not mature enough to handle it. Yeah. For whatever, it's a miracle. I know it. I'm the first one to admit it. For whatever, me and Jackie end up lasting, and we're still together, and we're strong. We're in the blast, but hey, really, I, we shouldn't I, be mature enough to do it to we're in our thirties. Yeah, honestly, do like you know, I, I I do look at you know your guys' relationship, and I do like visualize all my cousins and all of us in the family, like. Every relationship, most of the people that have been in a relationship when they're young, like, have gone to shit. Like, you, you guys are like the only ones that stand on top, and it's like, damn, dude, like, you guys stay together. Like, I mean, not to talk shit about Patty, but you know, you know, like, she was, <laughs> you know, I remember when I was little, she, I was like eight years old, and I met, you know, her first husband, you know, like, I thought it was gonna be, like, you know, I thought it was like, you know, this gonna be forever, and yeah, and, you know, and the third husband down, or fourth, fourth boyfriend, or whatever the fuck down, like, you know, she's, you know, so striving to look for her, you know, life partner. Which, I mean, it's not, not not saying it's her fault or not or whatever, you know. But, you know, shit happens. Life has a... F- I think life has fate. I mean, there's a reason see- you're not... Sp- we shouldn't... I the, the way... There's a reason I think you shouldn't be in a real relationship until you're in your 30s when you're more mature enough to yeah. handle it, you know. The other... I think a big main... Re- I'll be the first one to say it. A big reason for me is the military. I was gone a lot of the times. 
there is a point. There's points where we're just fucking fed up with each other because we're kids. Of course, we're gonna be fed up with each other. Of course, we're gonna react to things over emotionally. But next thing you know, I'm gone for a couple months. It's a cool, a cool period. A cool time. Not just cool off, but you start to miss. You know, as Shakespeare says, longing makes the heart grow fonder. So you start to miss her, and you start to realize, like, oh, man. In retrospect, there's a lot of worse things to be, and you start to feel for each other you start to feel what it's like when you're gone when you're yeah. when you're when you don't have that person in your life and then you what happens a lot of time when someone breaks up and they realize they don't have that person in their life they get back together they, they don't want to get back together because of pride for us it wasn't that factor well the military was an excuse well because technically we're not together physically and we were mad at each other when i left but you realize like no well technically we didn't break up so i can kind of get back to you have that escape like yeah it's a clause it's not a pride thing anymore you you, you have a you can get back in with each other take out and you, by the time you come back you already miss each other so much that uh, oh i can't believe i was ever an idiot and you do that every few years you do that every few months every few weeks even when you're gone just for a month or so so the military really is what kept us together for so long by the time that we're mature enough now in our 30s now that i'm i got out of the military um in 2014 you know 10 years in and by, by the time I got out, I was mature enough where I'm like, okay, like I realize if I wasn't, if we were still like forced to look at each other every day, even after those big fights and, I, and we were forced to stay in the same fucking house in the same room with each other. I don't know. I don't know if we would have made it. Honestly, I don't. A lot of people would have gave up at that point because they shouldn't have been together and we shouldn't have been together. Yeah. We ended up kind of working it out where by the time we, we were still together and we matured into ourselves, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's weird, you know. and you can't blame you know you know even like to put it back to Patty like she was a teenager too when she first got married. Yeah, she was same. I think she was eighteen. Young, even I was nineteen. I think she was even younger than that, eighteen or nineteen. She's pretty young. So, and it sets a precedent. Like now that she's in a she's in a good relationship now, and she, but but she's in her thirties. You know, what I'm saying it's more and more mature. Yourself, the same thing, right? You're in your mid. You're in your mid. You're you're still young, man. You're supposed yeah, to be dating it up, right? But you cut, your, cut yourself in a girl with you really like. And it kind of sucks because for getting, being in a relationship where you really like the girl and you're in your 20s, you're sacrificing a lot. You're sacrificing your youth. And, like, this would be great, but probably not the great, the best time right now because there's too much hormones, too much maturity. There's too many factors into it where it's going to go against you, you guys staying together, you know? I mean, for me, like, I, I've learned a lot over time, like, I, 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 I don't know how to explain it like you know me personally I don't have that kind of like like distance away like I saw my ex like every day you know yeah and I kind of grew up with her but I ended up to learning like you know you don't have to settle for less than what you think you're worth or what you you deserve you know like don't get me wrong I will, I loved her a lot I loved her dearly and, I, and I'll continue to love her forever but I knew I wasn't meant to be with her forever you know mm. I, even deep down inside like I knew that like you know I just knew that we're not compatible like that like we were looking for someone like you shouldn't be able to change someone. Yeah. But like what you say is true. Like you know, eventually, like if, if I would have been gone, and you know, we probably still might be together. You know, you know, you give yourself time to cool off. But like, if you if you cannot if you cannot be with someone through the thick and thin, then you shouldn't be with them. You know? That's the that's the number one because yeah. the thick and thin never stops. Yeah, it's gonna Pe- always be there. People think, or the Disney version of it is, once I find the right one, we're never supposed to fight. Or we're not going to fight. We're never going to have problems because I think... And if I found the right one, we shouldn't be fighting about this yeah. because I found the right one. Like, dude, that's not going to happen. You, your fucking soulmate, you're going to argue te- tooth and nail with the, with that person. 
it, it's not supposed to. It's. I think this is a, the problem with having. Um, bring it back to this. Uh, parents not fighting in front of their kids. You know, you hear this a lot. Like you're not supposed to fight in front of your children. You're not supposed to uh, show them the bad stuff. Like I, I, I honestly think it's vital and important to fight in front of your kids. Yeah. I think it's a necessity. I think it's a necessity. That's also a thing is you should make up in front of them too. By the way, not yeah. the sex part. Don't don't <laughs> let's let's not do let's not go too far. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's important to fight. It. Okay, so me and me and, me and Jackie fight all the time, obviously. But the, and the kids see that, right? And then the next morning, they see me and Jackie being all lovey dovey with each other, kissing and being very uh, uh, passionate or right. affectionate. Like, they get the dynamic. So they understand. So they're growing up with like, oh, a relationship is fighting and making up. That's what a relationship. Jackie uh, and she spoke about this before in the podcast, but she grew up and with her parents never fighting in front of her. That kind of mentality, where her parents never fought in front of her, and um, when they got a divorce. It came out of left field for her, and she was like shocked. She was surprised, and I think it honestly, I think it traumatized her for a while. And uh, well, I mean, a divorce is gonna no matter who you are. But I'm saying this specifically, it's even so much worse when you didn't see it coming, or when you you're like, I thought you guys were ha- what? What the? You know, I it, it's that kind of you do not want that for your kids because then they have these false expectations of what a person you're looking for should be. So now all her relationships were fucked up. Up, in, up until me, I'm actually, I was probably the worst relationship where I was the most fucked up, but we ended up working out. But every relationship she got with, even before me, was one of those girls that looks for the wrong guy, or the type of the bad boy, that type of just just a fuck, someone who treats her shit, that that type of mentality. Because she has a skewed view of relationships, because she thought she was looking for Prince Charming, she thought she's gonna find the guy where if they fight they're, they're they're there's a reason if they're fighting that means he's not meant to be for like that's not the way relationship she's not growing up with a realistic way of how relationships are fighting and making up fighting and making up she thought she was going to find the very disney mentality so i think it's it's very important for me for me and Jackie to fight we're not necessarily hiding it away from the children right. you know obviously we're not in their room <laughs> shouting at each other but we're not trying to to like, oh, we shouldn't fight in front of them. Like, no, fuck that. Let them see us fight. Let them see us make up, and they can have a realistic view of how relationships should be. You know, um, I I don't know. I think that's I think it's important, and I think that's important when you're finding your quote unquote true love or the person you're gonna settle down with. Realize that it's not. It's once you guys get together, it's not like it's not gonna be. You're not gonna have arguments or buffles or discussion. You know, like yeah, of course you're gonna still have that. Of course, you're gonna still fucking fight. Of course, yeah. man. Don't don't. So stop, it's gonna be a roller coaster. Stop know? getting that. Yeah, exactly. Stop getting that movie mentality, that Disney mentality, where you think it's not gonna be a roller coaster. Right. Yeah, and that's a good thing. I think the roller coaster is it. It's a good thing to go have your ups and downs. You know, because yeah, that's, that's who the fuck wants is, to be in a relationship where it's boring, where it's just consistent. I don't know. To me, I think that's death. Yeah. To me, that the thing of death. of it, like you're with someone that it never changes, that you're always. In, I don't know. To me, I feel like. To me, I think that's death. Honestly, I was like, man, fuck. Like, uh, what is it? Oh, well, not not going back to it, but that whole marrying your best friend thing. Like, oh, man, where's the passion? Where's the passion in that? <laughs> Come on, you know, let's have some passion. Fuck, I I would not want to marry someone I have everything in common with. I it might be fun for the first, I don't know, year or two, but. Com- I think I, it's I, almost like you fall in love with the idea of it. Yes, like, exactly. Oh, she likes that too. I like yes, that too. I yes. like that too. But then 
you need conflict. Where's the conflict? Where's the where's the mix up? Where's the passion? Where's the you arguments? You know, dude, yeah, me and Jackie. Where's me and Jackie? Dude, uh, so f- me and Jackie were arguing last night, literally for like the entire dinner. I'm sorry if I'm being awkward for you, Lofi. No, that's cool. <laughs> but me and Jackie, were, we and Jackie were arguing literally the entire night. As soon as we uh, as soon as we dropped Lofi off, we came home, and I was like, you know what? I I'm glad. I I I I remember. I literally told her like I. You know, I can see where you're coming from. I respect your view. I disagree with you, but I, uh, and, uh, but I, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, you know, I, I, and she was like, "Oh my god, me too." I got a blowjob that night. <laughs> plain and simple. <laughs> plain, plain and fucking simple. You know, we were, you know, that, oh, man, like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. You know, we're no bullshit. We're literally loaf can attest to you. We're at, you know, having dinner together, and we were. It was a great restaurant. Shout out to that waitress. What's your name? Uh. Valerie. Valerie, Valerie, cool girl, uh, cool waitress, and it wasn't busy, so she was kind of kicking it with this type of thing, arguing the entire night, and uh, you know that kind of thing. Where it's just little bullshit we're arguing yeah. about. But at the end of the night, like, oh yeah, I like that. Imagine if someone that agreed with you the entire time, there'd be no conversation for the rest of the night. It's like neutrality. Yeah, is, uh, is, uh, it's death, man. It is. It's, it's death. Distance, Honestly, that the the entire talk the entire night would have been. I would have made a statement. She's like, yeah, that makes sense. No, nothing else. Complete silence for the rest of the, the rest fun. of the night, man. There's no fun in that. What There's no that? fucking. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Restaurant, you know. I'm trying. To oh, Wildland Brewery. Oh yeah. Thanks be known. Okay, nice. Oh yeah. Shout out to, uh, to Valerie. Uh, she uh, followed us on uh, Instagram. Oh, you should you should uh, comment on one of her picture right now. Hey, we're talking about. You. <laughs> no, I'll do it. Tune in. Tune we're in. talking about you on the podcast, ma'am. Oh, you she was super cool, super cool. Yeah, yeah. real cool chick. Uh, Even that place, uh, the Wildland Brewery. First time I've been there. I think you, you too, right? Jackie's yeah, been there before, but I thought it was a uh, really. Yeah, Jackie's went there before, uh, but I thought it was a cool, my, a little kind of expensive. But I, I mean, for the most part, I thought it was this place. Like, is tight. I'm down, you know. Mm-hmm. Super down. It'd be cool yeah. to go there once a once a every couple weeks or once a month. You know, a place yeah. I just went to that was actually I thought it was pretty neat. Like it was like really colorful and artsy, like uh, rock and Bruce. Oh, I've yeah. heard about that place. I oh, no, I go all the time. Huge, uh, like, well, it's because they have one at the LAX. <laughs> uh, it's okay. owned by Gene Simmons. Yeah, it is. And they have one at LAX, so that's where I go to, to drink while I'm waiting for my flight. Yeah, dude, uh, like, my, my friend, she works at the one right here in Buena Park. That's what I'm going to say. They have one in Buena Park, a yeah. real one, right? Yeah. Because the one at the LA, you know how restaurants in the airports are. Yeah. They're not really. How is the one at the, it's a legit one, right? It's a big yeah, one, it's right? Yeah, pretty, it's pretty decent. It's big. I like, uh, brought my homies it. Happy hour? They they have a the one LX is the same because they have TV screens all over and it's nothing but fucking classic rock music videos playing. Is they it like had, that? I don't know. No, no, I don't, honestly they had like maybe three or four TVs. But oh, not okay. No, not, nothing crazy, but they had like every single like iconic band, like, like posters and uh, gold dude. records and shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought Kiss would be like majorly in there, but it's like a small little percentage of Kiss. Not as much as you'd think. Yeah, it's more like it, it's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Had a restaurant in it and they yeah. and with a bar. And that's basically yeah. what it looks it's pretty like. Tight yeah. though. I mean, I like pretty, it. It's Food's cool. good too. You know, girls wear booty shorts, V necks, mm-hmm. like that. Girl, uh, yeah, yeah. I like a Hooters rock and roll Hooters theme. Yeah. Food's good though. Yeah, food's yeah. pretty good. I, I always, up, uh, I always get the quesadilla. That night, uh, me and uh, to my friend, she works there, and we ended up leaving with her and the rest of her coworkers that night. And then some of them that weren't even working at the time, we met up at a at a bar, Irish pub. And, you know, I got to know everybody. And it's pretty cool, you know. They got people. Which Irish pub? Uh, it's in Westminster. I don't know what it's called. Mm. Uh, McAllie's. I don't know. It's, it's down McAvoy's. Something with Mick. Pat McPatty's. There's a lot of Irish pubs. Anyways, yeah. So McDoyle's. That's pretty cool. 
McConnor's. I got a couple of girl snaps. It's all good. McDonald's. You went to McDonald's and you thought it was an Irish restaurant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, I will say this. That Irish pub is kind of like Cloud Nine. All the girls are in bikinis or hmm. lingerie. Cloud Nine's closed now, huh? Yeah, sort of heard. Cloud Nine's closed? Yeah. We should we should when? that we should turn that into our studio. No, yeah. let's let's run it out. You know, let's run it out for the month, yeah, and we could turn that to the studio. That's, that's We're literally we'd be there like we'd be there like two days a week, when did, Fridays, when did and then Mondays to clean up. <laughs> and I think last year, not really? before, it's been a while. It's been a minute since I've been there, but damn, I haven't. Got, I mean, Cloud. I mean, Bottoms Up is my spot, and it's across the street, so I never go to Cloud Nine. Yeah, that shows like the thing like way back when, like I hard even back then I hardly went there. I used to go there all the time. Yeah, it's just closer for you, right? But, uh, what's that? It's just closer for you. I mean, it just saves a trip across the street, but... No, it was, like, mm. thing, like, even, uh... Like, when we, like, we used to go to a fucking, uh, like... Acapulco's for, like, Margarita Mondays, like, like way but like, during that, like, time. Yeah, that know? era. That drinking every day era. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. Just, yeah, just pretty much just a geological, like, convenience, really, because it was right there. Yeah. But, uh... I mean, like, uh, it was like this really cool bartender there. Um, she always used to talk about movies. That's how Jennifer. Yes. Yeah. It was. Tall yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember her. She was really cool. She was the only cool one. Yeah, because like oh, Jocelyn used to work there too. Yeah, yeah. but she, you know, bottoms. It's... Shout out to you, Jocelyn. Joe Seal. Yeah, we gotta have her on the podcast one of these. I would like to. Yeah, we went to Vegas with her. She was real cool. She's oh, always she always really came cool out too. for my birthday that year. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, that, that was, was a cool like, time. Cool as shit, man. Uh, what's gonna call it? Uh, do you have any? Not that I, because I haven't been there in a minute. I don't, I don't go there as much as I used to, just because I don't drink as much as I used to. Now I, I, I say that for the podcast. I honestly, I just, I, I, I recognize I have a problem, just like the masturbation thing. <laughs> I recognize I have a problem in drinking, and I want to cut it down. But I do. What I mean by cutting it down is just I spend more time at home drinking now than I do at the bar. Hey, <laughs> That's about it, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have your cheers? Do you have a brand uh, like a local? I know low from, uh, for you it's probably still bottoms. Your cheers. Yeah, it's always going to be the home base, you know. Yeah. How about you for you, uh, Brandon? Do you have a certain bar around your house? <laughs> Excuse me. That you uh, go to? Everybody knows your name. Go to place. And dude, honestly, like as a bar, like I'll go once in a while. I'm about to say maybe Cooper's. Oh yeah, Cooper's. Cooper's do you live by there? Yeah, yeah, I live like down a block away. I didn't know that. Oh, all right. So like, I mean the. Bar I've been visiting the most would be Cooper's only because like the food is good. Oh. Yeah, you know like I like it. The wings are pretty fire. Mercedes, cutest girl there. Mercedes, uh, is that a car? Nah, she's some chick. Do some. Ha- she's like light skinned black girl. Oh my god, amazing. Is it because she's light skinned? Is that what nah, she just has a beautiful face. <laughs> honestly, skin a little thick, but you know I, I don't mind the cushion. <laughs> but um, now nah, that's I, I would say Cooper's. I'll say bottoms up right here down the street from your house. Right, here. I, I like that's my second spot to go to. Yeah. Uh, my third spot. I mean, I would say third spot would be like B Dubs. You know, um, happy hour with my homies. Damn. Um, but happy other than hour. that, like, uh, what like, other spot by my house? Brian O'Connor's. That's that's cool. That was cool. Is that uh right there on a uh, Paramount? Paramount nah, Boulevard in uh, by Carson. By Carson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been there once before. It's, it's a pretty chill spot. It's cool. It's, Pretty lame ass karaoke singers, but it's cool. Hey, uh, karaoke is a shit, man. Oh, uh, you know what? I forgot. New wave. New wave. Oh, new wave is a shit. New wave is a shit. I will say that new wave is. 
it's 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 like in the cut, you know, not not it's not over like overly populated, you know. Yeah, 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 right, right. right yeah. Now you want to go with your peoples and not have a big crowd making fun of you when you sing. That's the spot to go to. I just like I didn't even know that they had karaoke till like not too long ago. Not At a new wave. Oh, new wave! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I never knew. Uh, I just saw like uh, somebody posted something on Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck? They're doing fucking like karaoke there. That's all legit. But a new wave is like cool. Like it's a cool like night out. You I know? don't go there enough. I've been there like two, maybe three times, and I feel like I should go there more. You know that kind oh, of thing. Yeah. yeah. Shit, are we going right now? No, probably not. <laughs> I'm definitely not. I spent all my money yesterday. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, oh my god, dude. We only got a few minutes left. Is there any topics that you wanted to uh, hit right now when you were coming through that you'd want to talk about? What, 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 what do we got planned for the summer? That's my question. Damn. Uh, summer Damn. is approaching very, very quickly. Quicker yeah, than it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got a pool. Fucking 80 plus. Oh, we got true. a fire pit. Are we going to plan to uh, invite all your podcast listeners? Yeah. I, like I don't podcast know. Podcast pool party? Podcast Because yeah, I, I love alliteration. Po- oh. Podcast pool party. I can bring in DJ in. I can buy the booze. You, you name it. What do we got? You know, let people get let people get to know the hosts of this show. The yeah. hosts of the show. I I think we're pretty we're as personal as can be. I don't think there's anything off limits. They know us pretty well. well but let pe- let people drink with us, right? Let, yeah, exactly. Let people drink with you. You know, we could probably you guys could probably uh, broadcast visually broadcast <laughs> that party. Have you had like um like you've been on a few times? You've been on like what four or five times, right? Some yeah, of that. Yeah, that's about. Have you had like your uh, girls or that you're dating at the time li- listen to you on here? Nah. Do you have it really? Why? <laughs> you wouldn't want them to. I don't think I want them to hear. Really? That. <laughs> that was stupid shit I say and all the uh, previous experiences I've had. I'm like, hey, you know, let's keep that under wraps. You know, especially this episode, I, I opened up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I appreciate it too. It's yeah, a good, it's a good not, talk. Not, it's a good talk. I like I'm this not one. Trying to let all them hear what about you, Luffy? Have you had any of your girls uh, like listen to, to uh, Tina listens to it? What's that, man? Uh, Tina listens to it. And what has she gave you? Any? Uh, are you trying to take a piss? Do your thing. No, no, no. I was just gonna put this in the cooler because it's just getting warm. Uh, you said you're gonna put that in the cooler because it's just getting warm. The Jack Daniels. Yeah, your bottle. Well, uh, I she told Gentleman you anything like, uh, do you really feel nice. like? Have you said something where she's like, I uh, questioned you about it? Uh, no. Because I get this all the time from Jackie. Like, what the fuck did you mean by that? You know that guy. <laughs> yeah. I still yet I to mean, meet. Yet. I still have yet to meet this chick. Uh, she was here last episode. Yeah, yeah, for the hundredth. Yeah, she was here. You don't you don't hang on like on the weekends or anything? Uh, uh yeah, like on the weekends usually. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. No, um. Yeah, yeah. So she hasn't told you anything about like, oh, what did you mean by, or like, you said something where. What did you mean by that? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. No, yeah. nothing like that. She's like, at at minute fifty four, you said this on episode <laughs> one hundred eight. What what did you mean by that? That's funny. <laughs> no, she, she You'd be t- like, I, I say a lot of things. I don't know. She, uh, she tells me that she likes to listen to it just to hear my voice. Oh, that's that's adorable. That's adorable. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's a fan of the show. That's show. tight. That's cool. I I don't know. To me, it feels like the the podcast. It's just really a modern day version of what we used to do with the band. You know, it, it, uh, I, to me, if that's what it feels like, you know, like a oh, grown up version of the. You know, we used to tell, oh, we're playing at D Piazza's. Come here. You know, we used to tell our friends and cousins, come check us out. We're playing live, and we used to do our thing. 
We used to practice and we used to drink and gotcha, do everything. Gotcha. And now it's just become podcast. This is a more adult, mature version of it, you know. Huh. That's what it's become. But it seems oh, like okay. it, you know. No more, no more garage bands. Now it's garage podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's feel like it. Yeah, yeah. And in a sense, like uh, the material we're putting out. Well, you know, we never got an iTunes with the band. You know, we got, now we we got it on with the podcast. True. Yeah, that's so true. True. that's kind of cool. I'm still trying to get us on. Um, was it uh, Google Play? Oh, okay. Uh, I think Spotify does have podcasts now, though. Yeah. So, uh, damn it. I'm trying to do that too, because I know we're on uh, we're on Stitcher. Uh. Stitcher is one of the big ones. Um, obviously, Podomatic is our first ones. Oh, mm-hmm. TuneIn. TuneIn is another big one. I got us on TuneIn. Yeah, yeah. I I'd, I'd, uh, for fun. everybody listening at home, if you're telling a friend, obviously iTunes is the big one that we're on. But also, if you don't have, if you have a Android or a Samsung or whatever kind of phone you use or app that you, if you don't have iTunes, basically, you can check us out on TuneIn Radio. Or on Stitcher. Those are the t- other two. And, of course, the Potomac, who's been really good to us. Absolutely. Those are uh, those are the other platforms you can find us in and check us out on and uh, and enjoy the show if you <laughs> if you like. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling pretty buzzed right now. Are you? Not, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Not too bad. Uh, what else did you... Did you have any other subjects you wanted to talk about when you came through? I think I'm good, man. You know, after this, like... Two con- two talk hands, couple beers. I'm feeling all right. I feel like I've said enough. <clears throat> I, said lo- I think I feel like I said a little too much. <laughs> Elaborate. But it's all right. I'll, I'll listen to it later. I'll be like, I mean, like that. That's how it is. It's a. Uh, and I think you know, like I know we've like had this talk before. You know, like, like for me personally, like if. Um, I, I, it's different for different people, but like for me, like if you really want to get to know somebody, drink with them. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Ambitions get lowered. You start having elaborate conversations. Drunken words are sober thoughts, basically. Yeah, yeah, there, uh, There's a point to that. Who said that? Somebody said that. Was that Hemingway? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to sound fucking intellectual. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Well, you said it before in the podcast. You said that exact same thing with it, but it was a quote from Hemingway. Quote. Yeah. It was, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, you know that's what it is. Um, I don't always, I don't really agree with that, but for the most part, it is true. Ninety percent of the time, that's true. Drunken, I think so. drunken words are are sober thoughts. Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. Well, a lot of people just like, um, I mean, like I said, it's not, it's not, that's not the case for me, just because I have no filter, regardless. Right. right, right. <laughs> like for some people, they need like an excuse. Exactly. Almost, that's what it like, is. It for those that, people, it is yes. Like an entitlement. Yeah, I get yeah. you. But uh, I I don't know you know like it uh, it um it almost gives gives like anybody like a pass from being themselves like whatever like your borders are like on a day to day basis you know alcohol kind of like opens the gate and you just there's a uh I think I was talking about this last time but the great episode called Nosedive with Bryce Dallas Howard on oh, uh, Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Well, you saw that one or not? Oh, yeah. you told me about it. Yeah, where it talks about that, how everybody's so afraid. Like, the way it is, I think of her as a walking Facebook or a walking Instagram, where she's depending on likes to function in society. And she starts getting a lot of dislikes just because, like like the example, like she's at the airport and they... And she needs to get to like a bridesmaid to make a, a bridesmaid like, uh, to, a, to a wedding, excuse me, to make a bridesmaid speech. And uh, she starts getting a lot of uh, like the airport misses her flight and she's trying to get on a flight. And the 
and the waitress or not the waitress excuse me what do they call the uh, a flight attendant uh, whoever the the receptionist is reception oh. flight receptionist uh, like there's nothing I can do and she starts getting really pissed like I need to make sure what the fuck and then they're like oh, ma'am you need to calm down and all of a sudden she gets a lot of dislikes and she's like I'm sorry I'm sorry I didn't mean to and she's because she's so afraid oh, of, okay, gotcha. she's so afraid of getting negatively portrayed and where she's getting dislikes and eventually she's like uh, at least uh, she has to do a rental car to get to the wedding. She ends up hitchhiking with a, a truck driver. And she gets to this point where she hitchhikes with a truck driver. Where uh, the truck driver is like, her rating is like a 1.2. And Bryce says Howard was like at a 4.2. And now she's like at 2. And she's like, and the truck driver lady is telling her like, dude, I used to be like, I used to worry about what people gave a thing. But uh, but here, this was a secret to, to me not giving a fuck about it. And she gives her like a thermos full of alcohol. And she's like, no, I'm okay. I'm still, you know, because obviously she's still trying to get back up because she's still worried about what people think about her. Gas, right. grass, or ass. And man. she's like, how did it, f- when you, when you cussed at that lady at the airport, how did it feel? And she's like, I, I don't know how I felt. I'm just, I, I was just angry. I was emotional. Like, well, you should, you should try to let that emotion out more often. Don't be so worried about what people think about you or what people are writing for you. Like, that's sweet, but you're at a low, you have nothing to lose. You're at a one point rating. I still have something to lose. I still want to get back up on the top. It's like, all right, you know, it was that kind of thing. Like, all right, I'm trying to warn you. Like, I know better than you type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, cut to the end um, without the good stuff. Spoilers in the middle without the good stuff. Cut to the end. She ends up like in prison for something, whatever. And mm. she's looking across at a dude in prison too, who has like a one point rating. And now by this point, she already has the lowest rating either too. And the guy across the cell from her starts telling her, like, that dress looks stupid as fuck on you. Like, he starts saying that, cussing. And she's like, well, you look like you uh, you were born in a plantation. Like, she starts going crazy. Like, they start talking shit to each other, and she has the biggest smile on her face, and he does too. And it was this freedom about... There was this, this moment of freedom about just... You could tell she was happy. She hasn't been this happy in a long time. Just talking shit free to, freely without worrying about being raided. Right, 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 right. And obviously this episode is a, a commentary on today's social media. On people kind of not to re, being redundant, but kind of we were talking about last weekend or last episode about good looking people or good looking guys, good looking girls don't know what it's like to get shit talked to. And they, gotcha. they so they don't know how to handle They don't have thick skin, basically. Uh, Pretty privileged. Pretty privileged, yeah. So, and, and there's this freedom that came over. Like, you could see in her face, like, she, she's, like, this guy's telling her some horrible shit, and she's re- returning back to it, but she, there's a smile for, like, well, this feels great. It feels good to <laughs> let your, to not be filtered, to, right, to right. Uh, let yourself go, to tell this girl that she has a shitty tattoo, and she's good looking. It feels even better if she's really good looking, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, like, it feels really, I'm, I'm trying to fuck you, so I don't give a fuck if you, if you care, you know, like, right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It, the episode is really, really great. Check it out. You got to watch that show. Yeah. Oh, I know. Anybody yeah. at home, Black Mirror on Netflix. Oh, my God. The best. The best, what, 18 episodes? Because uh, I think the first season is only three episodes. Three episodes the second yeah. two are six seasons it's, each. Yeah. Yeah. But just like for me, you know, like, it's what, like, uh, like, I know it's there. I want to watch it, but I just know, like, like, if. If I watch it, I'm just going to be, like, tripping out, like, after, like, oh, fuck, it's going to get me thinking. There's a few like that. But nothing's worse than that one you already saw. So, might as well watch the rest of the episodes. Because the, wor- the worst one's going to be that Toby Cabell watch that you saw it's already. not even the, that it was the worst, but, like, like the worst, I guess, uh, like, on an emotional level. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that the, one hit hard. Like, don't, that, don't give me... Yeah, exactly. Everyone, the other ones are going to hit you pretty hard, but nothing's going to be worse than that one specifically. That one's mm-hmm. hit me the hardest as well. And... I was like, okay, well, 
the rest of them are just gonna be good just to enjoy it because nothing's gonna hit me as hard as that episode hit me. So you already saw the. Oh, okay. So if you're worried about watching it because you don't want to be taken to that emotional state, you are already taken to the max. So everything else is now you can just watch it for enjoyment. But it's still gonna be good. I, I'm, yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. It's something great. Nice. You know. But now you don't have to worry about taking you to that place where that episode took you because that already took you there. Gotcha. You know? That's a good way to put it. Mm. That's what what she said. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Are you talking about my wife again, Brendan? We know how you you are with Jackie. Uh, This guy makes you weird as hell, dude. That's not even, would it be weird if she was in the room with us? I'm gonna because she gets really uh, weird when I put her. Jackie hates when I put make her the center. Of, you know when I was doing like you know stand up thing, like she would be half of my jokes and she'd hate, she'd always <laughs> like even on the podcast I always like I, you, yeah. I poke her to, to, as the punchline because it's funnier. It's funnier when she's the punchline because she's my girl. And then she's like, "Stop making me the fucking butt of your goddamn jokes, goddamn it! <laughs> Stop making me the punchline, goddamn it!" Like, ah, oh, babe, it's on fun. I don't mean it, you know. She, well, she knew. It was, I was watching. Well, I was watching private parts. I was watching private parts with Howard Stern, by, but and he's talking about. Uh, if you see the movie, he's talking about on on air shit that's going on with his and he, and he's trying to tell her, it's, "Babe, it's just it's just part of the bit. It's part of the, it's for entertainment." And he's like, "I don't want to be involved in in my our personal life shouldn't be a joke." And I was like, "And I get what she's coming from." But at the same time, I'm a hundred percent on board with Howard Stern's. Yeah. Like, dude, like it's. It's he, he, it's his character is that entertainment factor. It's that whole, the whole point of the, that your quote unquote personal life. Even though no one else knows that, to them it's all a bit. It's all bit to everybody that doesn't know the personal life. You right. know, even though some of it happens to be hit close to home for you, and you hate the fact that people know your shit. Trust me, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily represent what you guys have at home. Right. It's just this bit, this character you're doing that. To do that personification, you know what I'm saying? It's an yeah, entertainment yeah, yeah, property. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's how I tried to explain to her. Like, it's not. She, of course not. She doesn't give a fuck. She just doesn't want her name in. And she's that kind of person too. Where like she hates even getting recognized from high school. Like she hates running into old friends. She just doesn't give a fuck about that shit. She yeah. hate. Yeah, she's she's just one of those people. Like no, I mean like don't even bring my name into this. Shit, you know that kind of thing. I'm trying to think, you know, because it's been a while since I've like I can't even remember the last time I ran into somebody. Yeah, from, like way back when, you know, but. But damn, like, what would you chalk that up to? You know, like, why there's like a uncomfort level as opposed to like you know like when you run into somebody I'm seeing, like, oh shit, hey. You That's know? how I am. I'm usually like that. I'm the opposite of her. Like, I, I and I run into people all the time, and I'd be like, oh, what are you up to? And I, and I love playing catch up and all that stuff. So. Yeah, 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 you know. And for her, she's like, just yeah, it's a good thing. You know, it's a it's a pleasant thing. For her, for Jackie, she has no time for it. She has no tolerance for it. She doesn't give a fuck what you're doing, what you've been doing with your life. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't want to tell you what she's been doing with her. I mean, she doesn't give a fuck. I mean, there's a re- you can tell her Instagram. Her late last post is from like two months ago. And I mean, you you can kind of tell those people that are they really don't care about uh, you know updating or current situation. Who gives a fuck what you're doing? She doesn't care what she's you know that kind of thing. You know? I well, don't. Cool. Yeah, like, I like that. I do like that for her in in, in the in the big picture. You know? In the big picture, I do like that for her. You know, like, oh, I'm glad she's that way, you know, yeah. Because, you know, just how, like, everything's, like, so, like, you know, like, uh, internet and, like, cyber-based, you know. Uh, like, I saw this thing where, like, you know, like, people, like, post and, like, they do all these things on the internet. It's it's just for likes and it's it's really just like a, like a dopamine kick. Like that, no, like the Black Mirror episode. 
Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's all just like instant chemical. satisfaction. They call it exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like you know, like the dopamine, the, the mini, the mini injection, whatever you want to call it. Right, because uh-huh. that's exactly what it is. It's supposed to make you good. The instant gratification. Uh huh. That, that's all it really is, you know. And it's like um, for some people, a post like almost every day, mm. and it's um. Like, I don't know, like, me personally, I don't post all the time, you know. Yeah. You know, but there's people, like, they just, like, on, you know, one platform they're posting, and then, like, got this going on Facebook, this going on Snapchat, this going on Twitter, this going on Instagram. It's, like... It's too much time. Like, that, it, it's pretty consuming. It's exactly, that's what it is. But they do it just in the end to get that, you know, that, uh... The, attention. That gratification. Attention. That's all it really is, you know? Attention whores. <laughs> they want they want to cover up something like they want to be like I'm living life see see what I'm doing yeah. really, nobody, give, nobody gives a fuck nobody really gives a fuck they just I mean they do it they view it I to sure kill don't. time but at the end of the day they really don't give a fuck because it doesn't bring them any profit or any joy whatever whatsoever. God damn it that Black Mirror episode talks about like you literally see them like scrolling through their phone like they're having a conversation with someone and they're scrolling through their phone secretly Looking at like um, pictures of her, like she's in an elevator with someone, and she looks her up real quick and sees pictures of her cat. Like, oh, how's your cat? What's his face? And then, and then you can see the guy curl, kind of rolling her eyes. Like, oh, thank you for asking. It's like this, and she does the same to homegirl in the elevator next to her. She looks up, like, oh, what about you? Are you working at this new job? She doesn't give a fuck. She just literally found that out on her right, Instagram, right, right. and she's like, yeah, I'm working here. Like, you can tell the the superficialness. Is there, but no one's saying how fake it is. No one, and that's kind of how we are now. That's obviously Black Mirror is an exaggerated version of it. That's the point. But no one wants to say how. Like I, I really don't get. I posted this. Bef- I posted it before. Like you know how you get those Facebook notifications. I, 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 I remember my, one of my posts was like, anybody else not give a fuck what whose birthday it is? I just don't. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you, hey, face, hey. Hey, face, I, 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 I think my post was like, hey, Facebook, uh, uh, I don't give a fuck whose birthday it is. Stop notifying me about him. Uh, anybody else feel the same way? Oh like, hey, I'm sorry if it's your birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, I guess. But like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Hey, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that shit, man. Like, I don't want to throw my notifications because you know I might get some good shit. Be like, hey, yeah. man, this this chick says she she like she likes your picture. Man, hey, you know, let me know, let me know, you know. But when it comes to people's birthdays, I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, you I haven't care. talked to this person in like years. I don't I, care. I, I, You're a I Facebook was, friend. All I did was approve the request, and that's it. Like, I don't give a fuck uh-huh. about them. You're a Facebook friend. Nothing are. Don't. Yeah. You're an actress. Nothing, <laughs> nothing more. Yeah. Don't you don't you talk down to me? You're an actress. Like, nothing hey, more. Hey, don't you're you a movie think, star. Don't nothing you think more. you're gonna get a fucking uh, a birthday post off of me because you tell me it's a birthday off? Like, yeah. Shit. I'm gonna. Just hate the fact that my fucking phone dinged because you told me this. One hundred percent, you're wasting time on my feed. This could be some Instagram model uh, hit, uh, giving me a notification of her new thing. Two things that I hate the most on social networks is one child molestation. Now, nah, honestly, you know these two. Oh, you don't hate that? Oh, wow. I hate okay. that. I hate that. But these two oh, you things do? above me, above that, irk my soul. Really above bad. child molestation. Yeah. These two things hate. Because you hate above child molestation. I have kids, so, it so you're me. cool with child molestation beneath these two things that you're about nah, to say. I'm a, uh, trust me, you're gonna be. You're gonna be. Okay. Irked. What are the two things? Now because I'm curious. Child, child molestation doesn't really pop up in your life ever. So it's really every day it does. No, I don't know what the fuck you're at. You know. Yeah, I'm on child molestation sites looking for these predators. You're looking at chicken pox and shit, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Those little me, sites. Like, yeah. I don't. That doesn't affect me. What are the two things that that you you think are cool or better than or worse than child molestation? I'm not saying the worst, but yeah, you said it. You literally said it. Well, what are they? What are the two things well, that, that affect me every day? Yeah. 
every every day. What what are the two Trauma things? Trauma affect me every day because what it's are the, not, man, uh, you're harping on this. What are the two look, things? Two things. There's one, the birthday thing, the birthday notification. Birthday, you hate getting birthday notified more than you hate children getting molested. I just want to be clear what you that said. That has nothing to do with me. Cool. So you're cool with children getting molested. Doesn't nah, they have nothing to do with you? With it, but you I'm hate birthday getting. That shit happens every day, but it's not. It's not notifying me every day. Like, hey, this kid just got molested today. Hey, oh yeah. You. Yeah. It bother me. If I don't know, I don't care. But someone telling you you got your birthday, that fucking bugs you. Because it tells me every day. More than kids getting molested. That's not telling me every day. Right? Yeah, I understand. I understand. No What's the other one? Other thing. It was someone posts <laughs> every hour on the hour. Oh my god. Thank you for that. I blocked I those people. I don't know if you caught. If you, were you in the, in the in the family group group messaging chat on Facebook? By the way, I unfriended Nita for the exact same reason. Nita is unfriended. I uh, on, on and unfollowed on Instagram because I know hey, what you're talking about, right? I, lo- I love her. I love her to <clears throat> death, you know. But I was like, you know what? I'm tired of your shit. Well, there was a while where I was calling her out on everything, and then she'd have like, "Well, you don't know what I'm talking about." A negative response. But she's one of those people that like, oh my gosh, she's so full of shit, and I just couldn't do. It. I hate getting notified for it, or I hate getting seen in my feed, so I had to unfollow. I had to just because like this is stupid as fuck. What are Honestly, you talking about? Sometimes I'd be like, you know what? I really want to comment on this post, but I know if I comment, I'm gonna get a fucking lot of notifications. It's gonna lead to all this whole thing, right? All these yeah. People commenting too, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck if they comment. I just want to say my shit, say my piece, and walk. And yeah. So, but there's times where I've noticed, you know, I don't know who people actually follow her and shit like that. I've been notifying, like, she, Very got, she got mad at my, I think she got mad at my post. I, I commented on her, on her, her robbery situation. What what happened with that? I, I was already done with this. So what, she got robbed? She, she got, she got robbed. Like someone uh-huh. broke into her house and stole uh-huh. her laptop or shit, whatever. And I put like, and then I commented, hey man, your cats just sit there and watch. <laughs> you should have had a dog, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I have a big thing about guard dogs. And right? she's like. No, it's not the right time. And I'm like, I, I didn't say shit after that. Like, I knew she got mad off that post. I would have been like, is, is this thief the one posting all this dumb bullshit? Or is yeah. it you? <laughs> and, but then after that, like, eventually, like, she, she deleted that com- post and she posted again. Like, I'm sorry, rants about blah, whatever. And she, keep, she keeps posting about anything she feels about. And I'm like, dude, like. He's talking about your sister. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. And I was Why like, would you post that? And then. And then, and then, and then I had to tell her, like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I this just irking my soul too fucking much right now. Like, I, I gotta tell I'm, her. T- I'm done with your bullshit yeah. post. Like <laughs> the Tim Burton shit or? Uh, everything, everything, right? Yeah. Everything. Like, she posts every every hour on the hour, like I said. like. And also, she's one of those? Like, yeah. Dude. Oh, because I told him, because uh, um, I told him too, like, dude, I was, I, I unfollowed her and I, I unliked her for <laughs> like a year ago because I was way over that shit. Like, Oh my God! It, it, it's it's one of those things where if you see what she would post, you'd roll your eyes and you. All, I, I don't want, like. I have to comment and call her on her bullshit. Uh, you don't even follow her, right? For the I same would. reasons on Instagram or Facebook. Nah, I uh, follow her on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's the only thing you follow her. On. But it's the same thing. Like she's constantly posting. Oh my God! Well, I who is who has not slapped this friends. chick yet? Who has not like told her like what, you, what, what you, you do not do things? I don't know. Yes, Brandon. He's the one that lately. That's what he's talking about. Right. I find it's raised up and say something. It, it, it reached it reached max capacity on me. <laughs> I, I went on the group chat on Facebook. On you weren't app. a part of that group chat where Brandon was like, "I'm sorry, need." He literally said something like, "I'm sorry, Nita, I love Facebook, you." Is it the same? Uh, it's the messenger. Where oh no, you don't have messenger, huh? No, but it's, I still get the. the it's the one with all the cousins. Brandon was like, "Nita, I love you. You're my cousin, and all, but I had to unfollow you because I'm son. I'm done with this bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was like that. I told him like, "Hey, Mammy, I love you." But your, your your post irked my soul, so I thought I'd follow you. <laughs> what did you post? I want to know. And, and she's like, 
hey man, it's a free country. I'm like, and then Mono will try to like brush off the, the, the hit, the, the impact. He's like, you're a Trump's follower and like, whatever. I, I didn't say shit after that. But then he, this fool texts me. He's like, damn, dude, you're cold blooded. I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, hey man, I, I couldn't take it anymore, dude. Like, like that shit, that shit was boiling, dude. Like, it, it was reaching up. Like, at the time, I was at a job, like, uh, it was like attempt to hire type thing. And that job was like really dead all the time. So I'm like, man, I had no choice but to be on my phone either. I look at the fucking same emails and read them over and over again or be on my phone. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just be on my phone. So I was like, man, I'm reading, I'm, I'm just seeing nothing but Nita post. And that shit was bothering me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, what did she post? I still want to know. Uh, you gotta ask him. I didn't follow her like a year or two ago, yeah. That's why I should talk about her cats a lot. And other- <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's it. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> Sorry I asked. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man. I was like, all right, whatever. But the fact that I got to scroll and pass by your shit, it was bother- bothering me. You know, it's cutting me deep. <laughs> it's cutting me deep. <laughs> so That's that, really? Yeah, dude. Like, oh, uh, fucking sir, scratch a lot. Scratch my arm. And they post a picture like, damn, dude. Like, you know, I stubbed my toe, but I don't take a picture of it and show everybody, you know? No shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's but, like, disappointing. But yeah, she'll post every hour on the hour, do like everything she if she read an article, she'll let us know how she felt about it. I'll be like, hey man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck how you feel. No one gives a fuck, man. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> Unless they're trying to fuck you, no one gives a fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's it, man. And, and I'm like, man, dude, like I don't know how people deal with you. I don't know how cats deal with you sometimes, you know? Just how do you know how the cats we're only related <laughs> genetically. Oh, okay. That's it. Somebody hit me up about that About the uh, I guess they're listening Retroactively Oh sorry go ahead I remember when I was a kid I had to put up with the horses And shit Now I gotta deal with cats <laughs> Oh yeah the horses <laughs> It's right there Yeah <laughs> She loves horses like crazy I'm like fuck dude Okay I, I know you like horses And now I'm like I remember I used to um, <laughs> When Braveheart was on 95 right 95, 96 when, uh, Braveheart uh, oh, We were right. watching Braveheart One time At your house uh-huh. And obviously There's a scene Where the horses Get impaled oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I remember Telling Nita Check this out oh, <laughs> just, just the fuck with <laughs> Like, And she was like Meh. She started crying I think I don't know man It was just funny to me Have you seen the Donkey show Yeah Donkey, donkey show. show Oh man Kinky Kelly <laughs> And the stud Stud <laughs> It's a inner species of like a fucko. Fucko. I love that word, fucko, man. A <laughs> fucko. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I felt bad. But I was like, I, I had to let her know, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's funny to me. Like, you only get to that kind of place in life without people questioning you, or without cousins like yourself telling like I'm not following anymore. Without people like, uh, I don't. You know, it's weird. Cause, you know, I have a daughter, and. I'm happy. I'm very happy where where she's at mentally, where that kind of that kind of or where she's headed in that road. But I'm also kind of sad about it because she posted something on Snapchat the other day. I think I was mentioning to you, love, about how it was a it was a goofy face she did. She did a really goofy fucking face and posted it in for our friends. Like it was really funny, right? And uh, it looked like that RuPaul's angry drag face, it, but it was it was this Gwen, right? Really, really funny, really stupid. Twelve year old, twelve year old little girl, but she posts, but with the caption on the Snapchat or on the Instagram uh, chat, she posts like, "If you're not pretty, you better be funny." And I was like, "Man, that's genius. That's actually for the fact for a twelve year old girl to think that. That's He's awesome." Like, that's but at the same material. time, I f- I'm gonna use it. But at the same time, I felt very like, "Ah, oh, that sucks that she doesn't think she's pretty. Like she's." 
it's the prettiest girl I know. You know, that kind of, you know, I felt like, I, I don't know, it was weird because I felt like, oh, what, she's at a point where she doesn't think she's attractive or pretty, you know, and at the same time, she, I guess that's better than the alternative where, you know, those little girls that their parents tell them, should I have been many times where their parents tell them, oh, you're the prettiest girl ever, and they'll, They'll, and then they're, they they have this attitude where they're very spoiled and very, oh well, it's just the girls we're talking about, the pretty uh, oh, whether they're, privileged. but they're, these girls are tw- uh, are twelve and ten years old and they're just weird because it's just like, like what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I mean you know, I didn't say gargoyles. They're fucking t- you're they're in their preteens. I'm not gonna make fun of their self esteem, but they have this mentality where they're just like they they're entitled. They're brats at this pre- at this point when they're preteens. They're brats and it's very. It's just like no one wants to hang out. No one wants to have a conversation with any of these girls. Like, what oh, yeah. the fuck? I, I do it that every day. Yeah, and their par- and their parents are all kind of, oh, you're adorable, honey. Don't don't let anybody tell you. And they have this mentality. I'm glad that Gwen has this very realistic view. I I mean, you know, like it's very sad as a father. Like, man, she's she's adorable. Of course, she's pretty. I I hate that she doesn't consider herself pretty. But it's uh, in re- you. Ha- I have to put myself out of it. In retrospect, that's probably the best mentality to have. That's probably not just because it's not just like she knows she's it's humility, but she knows like being funny is the key. You know what I mean? Having and being funny, what that means is having a personality. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's cool that she has that that Lucille Ball mentality right oh, now. Man. You know what I mean? That's like pretty it's, badass. You know what Lucille Ball said? Like uh, tits sag, but funny never dies. It's that mentality that she's bringing. Kind of, it's basically what Gwen's thinking. Like you know, if you're not pretty, you better be funny. Like oh, you know. I don't know. It, 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 like I said, as a father, it's very, um, it's hard because I want her to feel pretty. I want her to feel um, the way I feel she is, you know, adorable. But at the same time, I don't want to change that that humility and that confidence because if she's still able to feel this confidence about like, you know, I'm talking about like, you know how a comedian is or a, a funny girl is. Maybe it has to do with the stand because, you know, she watches stand up. She watches legit stand up. She thinks uh, Lucy K and uh, Ashley, May, you know, does she thinks these, um, like, comedians? yeah, these comedians are, are the, the, like, that's, she prefers to watch stand up over anything else. And she finds that, like, maybe that, that has to do with it. Comedians are, you know, if you watch any comedians, very rare for comedians to be, to be self boasting. They're always self deprecating, and they're always have some smart ass to say though. So they're all, they know they're they're not the, the attractive people in the room, exactly. but they're they're calling right. other people on their shit, and they're the ones with the quick comebacks. Maybe that's where it comes from for her. You know, you think so? Hmm. That's a pretty cool way to look at it, though. Yeah. Because means yeah get people through life. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, the way you know not to get too serious about it because it is comedy. Let's be real. But I think comedians are the modern day philosophers of this society. I think that's where we look for for truth. That's where we look for for comedians to call us out on our bullshit. We're looking for comedians to, I mean, guys have been doing it forever. You know, they, right. these are the guys that are gonna tell us how life really is without pretentiousness. You know, philosophers really. I was watching uh, the other day. I was yeah, I'll take over. one. I was chilling at the guest house. Her and Eric were you know chilling in the room, and they're like, they're like, "Hey, come watch this real quick." Who was it? To watch us, Louis C.K. Oh yeah, his new one. Yeah. Uh, Twenty seventeen. I haven't seen you. Oh yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> all right. And they're talking about he's like making fun of like people with tan cars. Like, who the fuck chooses a tan car? Like, <laughs> and they were making fun Low of Vlad. Yeah, we're making fun of Vlad and shit. <laughs> he has great. a tan car. Vladdy's. He, he, he had a tan car, you know. The Camry? Was yeah, it a Camry? Yeah, the, the Corolla. Oh, Corolla, Corolla. Yeah. Yeah, even smaller. Even smaller. The Toyota. 
Corolla, yeah. and uh, he's like, he was so prideful about that car, but I was like, wow, my car's a shit, you know. It had no tint, had no rims, nothing. It had like fucking. What's under the hubcaps of a car? Just straight. So, um, what do you mean the hubcaps? The hubcaps is just like a plastic piece that covers the. the, the uh, just not even the rim. No, no, it's a hu- yeah. Hubcap's not even a rim. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a cover. It's like but under Don't that. Don't sell that, Pet Boys. <laughs> yeah, basically the cheapest things you can buy. But I had that easy. He felt so prideful, like he thought he had a GTR to race that <laughs> shit. And um, yeah, Gabby's like, man, I. She's like, I used to make fun of him so bad that he used to think his curl was a shit. And I was like, yeah. Like, who has pride in a tanned car? Like, and and, and then fucking uh, Louis C.K. brought that up. Like, who the fuck chooses that tanned car? And he's like. Especially when they get a broken window, they just put like a paper bag and like yeah, them driving. Them. <laughs> it's like it's like the flutter through the on, on, with the wind smacking it. Right, right, like, right. He's like, what's stopping this person from killing themselves? Like, <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, what's the holdup? Like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> we got a tan car and no fucking window, and you just have that shit. Like, what's your what are you waiting for in, in ending your life, your miserable life? That's not bad. And we're just linking that shit to Vlad. Like, damn, this fool had so much pride for that shit. <laughs> That's not bad. Not too bad at all. Like, I remember he scooped me up before in that car. Man, we're really picking our cousins this episode. Huh? Yeah. It's funny. All though. the more reason for them to come on. Very true. Because Vlad, like, does he come down often? Uh-uh. No. He just stays over. Where is he at? Vegas. Oh, okay. And dude. I went to that guy's spot recently. I went to Vegas like, oh yeah, yeah. When I got laid off, it was two. It was two days before I was gonna go to Vegas. I was like, man, fuck that. I'm not. This is, this is not gonna stop me from going. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So I went to Vegas. And it would have like, stopped me. I'll be honest. Yeah. Huh? It would have stopped me. I'll be honest. Nah. I don't have kids. You know, I don't. Have, I mean, besides my own bills, I don't have kids, so like, I'm cool. And plus, like I said, I had money saved up, so I was like, I was still gonna go. Yeah. And. We ended up crashing at a spot. You know, he has a place out there. He shares roommates. Where does he live at? In Henderson? Nah, he lives in Vegas. Like he's like 15 minutes away from the route, from the from the strip. But what is it in Vegas City? Yeah, City of Vegas. Okay. So he he lives in an apartment complex. Yeah. And he has two roommates. Now at the time, one of them was in was here in California, and the other one was locked up, I guess, for like a week or whatever. Okay. But that roommate that's locked up has two dogs. So, Vlad has his two dogs locked up in his room. Like, he'll feed them and water them, but that's it. He'll keep them in the room at all times. That's so depressing. And and keep in mind, this cold apartment has nothing but fucking carpet. Oh, my God. So, those dogs are shitting and pissing all over that fucking floor. And Vlad's not going to pick that shit up. He's like, nah, fuck that. He's like, the, he's that type of guy that's not going to do shit for you. He's not going to lift a finger. That's, and, uh, that's really bad. You know, homie showed up. We're like, damn, dude, this fucking place reeks. It smells like 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 mold and fucking malaria. Oh my god! Like, like if AIDS was an airborne virus, you see, you'll smell it on the floor. It smells like a hobo's dick cheese. It smells like it smells like Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> yeah, Dirty Mike and the Boys. Anyways, um, so the whole fucking carpet, man, there's like reeks of piss and shit. You know, these dogs stay in that apartment all day, twenty four seven. And my homies are like, "Damn, dude, you came in clutch right now, dude. Like you." Cause I brought an inflatable mattress, so they, they of course they're not gonna sleep on the floor. Yeah, they slept. They, they like we, we we turned that bed sideways and they're like, all right, well, we'll take a quarter each. You guys didn't um, 
We didn't stay in we didn't stay in his place as, as much as we had to. We stayed on the strip, and if we had to take a shit, yeah, we took a shit in the strip. Like, all right, we're gonna if we're gonna we gotta drop a dudes, we're gonna take a shit in the, the casino. The, the casino. Not, yeah. Luckily, we weren't even planning on showering in this spot, dude. We like, damn, dude. Like, luckily, we had some girls there that had their own fucking um room. Mm-hmm. So we ended up showering in. Who were these girls? One of our homie sisters and her friends. Mm, homie sisters again. There you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's the same one, dude. Anyways, same one. Oh yeah. shit. Anyways, so uh, we, we they let us shower in their and they and they're uh, they were at their thing at the Harris, so we showered in their room. And we we're like, hey, fuck it, man, we're not gonna shower bleds. So then we did that, but I'll, I'll say this right now: if I'm going to Vegas, I'm not staying in spot again. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I don't know. Um. We're coming up to the end right now. We're at the over the three hour mark. It went by quick, man. This is a good. Uh, I like this talk. Not bad. It was a good time. Thank you for joining us, uh, Brandon. Is there anything else you want to? Uh, any other cousins you want to shit on before we leave? Uh, I'm, I'm good right now. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> It'll give them all the more reason to come. Uh, I let it out already. Uh, once again, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the Snooze and Booze Podcast, Snooze and Booze. I think it's the letters, right? A N D. Or the and signed. The ampersand um, on the hashtag? The hashtag is just the word A-N-D. A-N-D. And then um, and if you want to contact me specifically, you can find me on Instagram at Steve Medell, S-T-E-V-E-M-E-D-L-1775. Steve Medell, 1775 on Instagram and on Twitter. And on Facebook, it's just my name, Steve Medell. Loaf, um, he's static in television. On Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, he's Luis Medell. Hit us up. You guys got any questions? You guys want any suggestions for guests? You guys want to come on? You're in the SoCal area. Or talk shit if you're offended. But, and we'll read your question. I'll give you a shout out. No worries. And then we'll shit on you. So be worried of that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Brandon, what's, uh, where can they find you if they want to get in contact with you? Snapchat, no matter 14. They can find you on Ocean Boulevard in Long Beach, California, yeah, the new logistics operator. <laughs> uh, this was a this is a good episode to come back to after the big epic hundredth. I, I like this episode. This is good shit. Uh, thank you for everybody listening at home. Uh, this has been Snooze and Booze. Bring you cheers, beers, and pretty. Nope. God damn it. Cheers, cheers fears, and pretty good beers. I need a munchie meal right now. <laughs>